A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Morning, Logs. Logs is in studio. Morning. Yeah, and uh, got part of the B team here, <laughs> Dave <laughs> Edwards. <laughs> no, that's, that's an A team. <laughs> Chris Wayne spinning the hits. You bet, Captain yes, Chris uh, spinning the hits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, I'd be yelling a lot more. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> big, uh, big to do in the world of two conks. Oh yeah, I, my, my, you know, we have obviously a little form with the uh, charter captains out of St. Augustine and stuff, and and uh, saw that that video earlier this week, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get into that. But, yeah, uh, Mr. Dave Edwards, Mr. Dave Edwards, and the reason that uh, in, because where's Kirk? Kirk yeah, is where is Kirk? Soccered it. Oh, he's a soccer, yeah, yeah, yeah. soccer he, mom. Yeah, That's oh, yeah. Right. He so is. where his granddaughter, granddaughter, their team beat Alabama. Well, they beat LSU last week. Wow. They beat Florida. Wow. I mean, they're, yeah. they're USF like that? legit. They're, USF, they're legit. USF, yeah. Yeah. Right? South Florida. South Florida. Yeah. 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 That's the, awesome. the Bulls. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie. Maddie. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Kirk has a cowbell or pom pom. Oh, he totally has a pom pom. He, uh, you know what? I, I never, no, he doesn't have the pom pom, but I'll guarantee he's got the cowbell. Yeah, he he's no. I think he does have a pom pom, and I don't. I just don't think. I, I think that uh, that the better half got one and got one for him. Uh huh. Yeah, and I believe it. And he and he shakes it. He shakes his pom pom, baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I think that we should take a picture. And, and put, I agree. Photoshop put if we can't get the real thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I, would, I would love to see the picture of him with that look on his face, you know, screaming at the, the, at what, the refs. refs. Yeah, are yeah. They, are they yeah, referees just, or officials? Yeah, I, 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 was, <laughs> I think it's officials. I'm not sure. Chris, what do, you, what do you think? Yeah. Chris, uh, is it referees or officials? I don't know. Whatever, Somebody call whatever they call them in us. Europe. Right. Okay, it's, in yeah. soccer, yeah. are the guys in the black and white? I guess it's not even black and white. Is it? No, you're you got too much football on the brain. Is it know. officials? <laughs> is it referees? Or is there another name? Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, but if somebody I don't know. knows, 
Please yeah, call I, us. I, 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 I don't want to yelling at them. Either, but, yeah, Whoever they are. Oh, right. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's way into it, man. <laughs> oh, come I mean, on. You know, he is into it. Yeah, and he should be. Yeah, no, it's cool. He should be. Way cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's talking about going professional. I just yeah. I just yeah. don't know. Yeah. I just don't know how she's doing it in the in the I don't heat. either. I'm so, yeah, she they talked about last week or oh, two weeks ago, they gosh. played in Deland. And she played for 60 minutes. Yeah. Good oh my night. Gosh. I mean, Are that's you kidding me. That's, that's nonstop running. That's yeah. torture, and yeah. that's like playing yeah. on on like a grill top. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no brace. It's you're no. just running the whole time. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. That brutal. sounds like fun. Yeah. Doesn't it though, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we we got a lot to get into we today. Do. It's uh, it's that time of year. I think everybody that I've talked to in the last week and a half. You know, when you say, hey, man, what you doing this week? Oh, man, I'm going to Georgia, going yep. to get ready for hunting season. Yep. I mean, everybody. Everybody. Everybody is either, number one, trying to get the kids back to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, getting ready for hunting season. Number three, getting ready for football season. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, still trying to catch a fish because the bite's getting ready to get real good. Yep. I mean, is, mm-hmm. this is like the it, it's, the, it's, the conundrum It, it is time a conundrum. Of year. I mean, it's it, – for me – um, my candle's burning on both ends. <laughs> it, 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 I'm only burning on one end, and it all has to do with fishing because uh, I'm booked every day in in August where most most guys are dead. I mean, uh, Captain Tarpon. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's uh it's, so I got I got one more week of every day, and we'll talk about the weather too because I don't. There's going to be a couple of days that uh, probably going to have to cancel um, because you've got that tropical depression, tropical storm coming across the Gulf of Mexico. Um, but besides that, it come, come September, baby, it's bow season. Whether I'm bow hunting or not, I'm going to be up in Georgia doing something. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and you know what, Jeff, I, I, I thought about this last week. I, I had been sending Dave some of my trail cam pictures. Then mm-hmm. I got to thinking, he didn't want to see my trail cam pictures. He was looking at enough of them. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize you realized that I didn't want to see your <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> the non-response. Well, the, as y'all are talking about, you know, everybody's starting to it's starting to get on their brains over the last week and a half. My phone's been just steadily blowing up. Yeah, everybody's yeah. everybody's got Dang, their cameras. How old out. is it? Yeah, yeah. How old is it? What do you think about this one? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Well, I mean, aren't you still doing age this buck? Oh yeah, I just wrote, on uh, what's the what's the publication? Um, Quality Whitetails. Quality Whitetails. What well, used to be QDMA, right? But it's National, different now. National Deer Association. National Deer Association, and it's their monthly publication magazine, right? Yeah. And you're in it. They've had the age this segment in that magazine for how many years now? Oh my goodness, I don't know. Forever. Fifteen, eighteen. Yeah, and so what, for people that have never seen it before, it's you know, it's this is a magazine published by the. The Quality Deer Management Association, now the National Deer Association. Yep. Okay, they they merged two groups together, and uh, during the COVID times, when times were kind of lean for everybody, especially and, magazines. Yeah, yep. and they they had this feature in this magazine forever that had I think four or five experts. Okay, and yep. people would send in a picture of a buck or multiple pictures of a buck or maybe even a doe. I think at times I'm sure they've done. Yep. And they would ask the experts to age this deer, you know, because everybody wants to do herd management based on age. Mm-hmm. And Dave, you were one of those people, and you had to write out kind of a little synopsis as to why you thought the deer was X number of years old. That's it. And so, yeah, there's five of us on there, and we're from all over the country. I'll try to get a diverse of, you know, from different areas. And um, literally just did, so we do three at a time every issue. 
and a member sends in pictures, like you said. Yep. And um, and they've gotten better over the or from my side, worse over the years. Used to be gravy and easy, like oh yeah, that's cookie cutter, right? You know, mm-hmm. that follows every check mark, right. uh, checks all. Have the boxes. you ever had anybody send in like a spike? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. okay. And there's been spikes that have been old, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it used to be everything, it checked the boxes of, oh, yeah, it's got a deep chest, got this. That's definitely a three-year-old. Right. And now I think the members are trying to throw weird ones in there. Like, yeah, that's what I was. has a great big neck and body. Right. And little rump. I mean, uh-huh. hardly even developed in some kind of four-point. And, and see, I, the, yeah. the one thing yeah. that I kind of never really understood about that, because, look, I mean, deer, I don't want to say they're like humans because they're they're not, but – yeah, yeah. They're Humans, individuals. Every human is in, in an individual and different. Yep. I mean, why can't a deer be different and be an individual, right? They are, 100%. I mean, but, s- some bucks are going to grow and have a massive rack. Right. Some bucks are going to grow and have a massive uh, set of gonads. I mean, some. I mean, you know, everything's going to be different. Right? Have, like I, tall, yep, they're long in, hooks, they're short They're 100% legged. individual. So um, out, of, out of the five, if you, if you look at age this section – which has been the most popular section that magazine by far. Yeah, by far. I mean, that's, like, why, that's why we keep. You know doing why? It. You know why it's the most popular is because everybody's got oh, got, yeah. got a rear end and everybody's got an opinion. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> right. so do the experts. And so, <laughs> right. like, so he's so he, the Lindsey Thomas is the editor, and he sends it out, to, sends those pictures. Like yesterday, I right. got I got three. I got one from Vermont. I got from one from Wisconsin. One from South Carolina, and I had to age it. Mm-hmm. He sends it out to all of us. We don't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Nobody sees anybody That's else's. That's taboo. Yep. We, don't, we don't see anything until the magazine comes out. So I've put my four, five, six bullet points on the Wisconsin deer, why I thought he was four years old. And, you know, Ryan Basinger, this in Alabama, did the same thing, and the magazine comes out, and we wait to see who. <laughs> who we never, we never right. agree. Yeah. I can tell you, we hardly ever agree. And it, which, is, which is awesome. I mean, we're, we're within. We're close. We're going to be within a year. How, but, how many pictures have you sent to Dave with a buck that says how old do you think this it's is? been a while? But I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you know, couple, yeah. When I like, for example, I think the last one that I sent him was like what we you called it the Michael Jordan buck. Yeah, and uh, I had this camera up on road for security, and this deer walked in front of it in velvet in August or July or something like that, and I was like, holy cow! <laughs> right. You know, and then all of a sudden, uh, Dave said, you know, he busted my bubble. Like, I mean, because the thing had a monster rack, and he's like, yeah, he's three and a half. Yeah. I'm like, well, he ain't living to four if he <laughs> yeah. walks in front of me. Right, exactly. I hate, yeah. that, I hate that part because I'd say 80 plus percent, 70%, let's say that, yeah. of the photos that people send me, I know that they are wanting me to tell them that it's four plus yeah, just or tell five. Me it's four, Dave, and it's yeah. okay yeah. to shoot it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because and be- I think they are okay with me lying and saying it's four. Right, Kill yeah, him. <laughs> it, it, because I, uh, the, the, I've sent one buck to Dave. This was two years ago that I was hunting, um, and and it was typical wherever I was. He was on the opposite side and and, and had daytime pictures of him, and and um, I, I, you know, by, by the rack. I mean, it was the biggest rack I've ever seen in Georgia, mm-hmm. and it, and it was a you know, big deer, but it was, it, it was kind of slim, you know, and he's like, he, he, I was actually excited because he said, I, he said, Kevin, I really think that deer's four and a half years old. Hmm. And I would, I was like, All right. I was like, well, it, well, it, I, I knew that I had pictures of him in late January. So I knew that, that, that he made it through hunting season. Um, but I didn't see him last year. Yeah. I did, you know, um, but I, I, um, that was an, an amazing, I still have pictures of that, that deer on my phone. Amazing yeah. deer. I mean, just a just a freak, you know. It's just like 
you know, you got all these little four points and six points, and then all of a sudden you yeah, see boom. this. You you're know, like, you know, well, uh, immediately. What, what's interesting about about the aging, the trail camera pictures mm. that you get all the time, I think is when you compare, because one of the first things that I always do when I read that section of the magazine or when you talk to different people is, where are they from? Okay. Exactly. Johnny yeah. from Florida, okay, I always thought would it age a buck that he gets pictures of from Wisconsin is, oh my gosh, that thing is like four and a half, five and a half years old, and everybody else from that part of the woods is going, ah, he's two and a half. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, just because, I mean, you, for example, if you grew up in Fargo, Georgia, the biggest buck you've ever known was 130 pounds, and he might yeah. score 110 inches. Right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, in the age this section of stuff that I do, those deer from Wisconsin and so forth, I lean towards a year younger than I really think he is. And you're is. doing that on purpose because of where it's from, right? Uh, yeah. Because, Isn't that crazy? But they're, you know how much weight they put on to survive that winter, mm-hmm. they're, they're just a heavier deer. Right. Now, they still have, if you do the, I call, call it the Christmas tree squint, make sure your lights are all over the place. If you squint at it and see that shape of that body, it's still going to have those characteristics of mm-hmm. whatever you're looking for. But, yeah, they're bigger, 100% oh, oh, bigger. Yeah. They're yeah. huge. Yeah, and, and um, this time of year, Tall Times Consulting, which is you know your side job, yeah, okay, uh, folks. Uh, Mr. Dave Edwards here works at White Oak Plantation, and then you have a, a private consulting business that you do consulting for private landowners. And uh, do you do it for guys that have hunting clubs too at all? Yeah, okay, so yep. you do that as well, and so you can just search Tall Times Consulting if you have an interest in having Dave help you out. But this is the time of year that trail camera surveys and everybody that uh, that hires you wants to know and uh, get your opinion and assessment on their deer herd yeah. and to give it get an idea of okay here's the 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 buck to doe ratio here's a shooter here's a not shooter to give everybody kind of an idea of how it go into the deer season right oh yeah 100% so what we're trying to do is get a lot of characteristics from the from the population like you said sex ratio deer density all those things that are help help them make sound harvest decisions, mm-hmm. educated harvest decisions to achieve their goal. But then the second part of that is making buck harvest decisions. So we it, put together a buck portfolio and their age. And so you're and giving you can, them a folder because I've seen it before. Oh yeah. I mean, you give these people a folder of printed pictures, and you're saying, okay, yeah. this is John. This this is uh, Bucky. This is uh, Bucky Junior. Okay, yeah. and you're yeah. putting them in the age categories, and then you're giving them an idea of of the sex ratio and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. <laughs> for me, it's amazing that you can, you can get all of that information from a trail camera survey. And then here's yeah. here. I think the interesting thing that people would like to know, how in the hell do you get that information uh, compiled? In other words, if you've got somebody who's got, let's say 500 acres. Yeah. Okay. Just for round numbers. And they want to know, Bucks to shoot, bucks not to shoot. How many cameras are you putting out? How many pictures are you getting? The time of year, how long does it have to be out for? I mean, because, and look, yeah. if you've got cameras out, like in close locations, some, do you get the same bucks and same deer on picture? Oh, yeah. So we, we said uh, the survey. How in the hell can you tell the difference, Dave? I mean, it ain't like it's, you know, me and you, and I'm six foot five and a half, and you're, you know, what, yeah. five, eleven, six foot? <laughs> you know, and. But thank you, pre- thank you. <laughs> yeah, let's call it let's call it five eight and a half. <laughs> uh, but but here's, yeah, here's, no, that's what that's 
that's the whole key is you can unique the bucks because they have antlers and they have different things. So yeah, so the, we're uniquing those those bucks. So what I was going back to your original question about how what, what kind of density of cameras, one per one hundred acres is mm-hmm. generally um, what we use now. The actual research at Mississippi State, and which I was part of doing the uh, coming up with the survey methods, it was we determined one per one hundred sixty acres. Okay, I That's, go I go with one per one hundred just to be so. So so here's a great example. All right, uh, I own a hundred acres. If I if I was only able to hunt that hundred acres, I have no bucks. And when I tell you that, there's none. There's 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 nothing. It's all does does fawns and you know I've got uh, a beautiful clover plot. Those fawns in my front yard every morning. Those fawns. You go fifty acres to the west or to the east, which is my lease. It's all bucks. Hmm. I mean, it's I, I don't I don't hardly have a picture of a doe. Well, that's, it, that's yeah. interesting. I mean, that's what I see too. Okay. So okay. when we do a camera survey, particularly this time of year, right? right. When that, that, that's what shed, I was going to Right. You have doe dominant sites and buck dominant sites. Generally speaking, you'll have mm-hmm. a, you'll have a mix too, mm-hmm. but you'll see um, you'll see segregation, right? And so, um, and and um, I'd venture to say that usually when it's a doe site, a doe dominant site, it's the very best habitat in that area. Oh, okay, really? Yep. yep. They, I mean, kind of like humans. We get keep going back to humans, but. Women rule the roost, and right. so um, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Yep. So they're I've having fawns. Thought that they're having fawns. That they're, you know they're doing all. They yep. need that great habitat, and so they're you know kickboxing and keeping everybody out. Right. And they kind of take over that area. So generally speaking, the bucks. When you go, oh man, I all got his bucks. Well, you must have some crummy habitat. You know, <laughs> right, right. They're usually in the in right. the armpit of the yeah. of the places. But anyway, you have five cameras on five hundred acres, mm-hmm. and you're going to get a good assessment of how many. So so five cameras on. You know, five hundred acres. How many pictures are you looking at? Um, ugh, that's you're probably looking at. You're gonna run. So you're gonna pre-bait those sites, okay? And then you're gonna run the cameras for ten to fourteen days, twenty-four-seven, okay? And you're gonna generate somewhere between, depending on the deer density, between three and six hundred images per camera. Wow! And then you're gonna have multiple deer on those. So, for example, I just uh, finished up a uh, eleven hundred, no ten. A uh, thousand acres, and I counted uh, nine thousand four hundred deer. <laughs> not that's not individuals. Yeah, 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 yeah. That right. was just every deer in the, in the in, in, yeah. on camera. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How 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 long do you have the camera set for? For picture wise, M- most of the time ten days. If no, no, I'm sorry. Oh. S- the setting on the camera. Oh, I'm sorry. Ten, ten, ten minutes. Ten. Ten, so ten minute delay. Okay. Ten minute delay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, if you put it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like every yeah, yeah, minute, you go oh, every one boy. or two minutes. Yeah. You're talking about yeah, yeah, this know, is yeah. forty thousand. This, this isn't for hunting purposes. This is for um, counting yeah. purposes. Cur- right. Curiosity. I mean, when you're baiting, okay, uh, corn. Yeah. Whole Ever corn. use anything else? Just straight corn. Straight corn. Yeah. The cost of corn's was... going up, Dave. Yeah, it has gone <laughs> up. So, so, so yeah. is Dave's price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, everything's it, it, going up. That seems so. In the and also maybe getting important to know is that our, the window of time, the best time to do it, is right before they shed velvet or right when they're shedding, mm-hmm. and before mm-hmm. acorns fall. Right. Okay. And water oaks generally the first one. So you got like a two week window there, a three week window yeah. before. And, well, and 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 that that two week window differs from Illinois to Wisconsin to yeah. here. Yeah. Know, yeah. Most of the whitetails range outside of our area here. I'd say. Um, 
that first week of September right. is when they've shed, and they're you're not going to have acorns falling until mid. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, once, it's, once it's the acorns start falling, it's, it's tough. All right, so um, before we take a break, uh, and we'll, when we come back, we'll kind of get going on the weather and the ties and all that stuff. But, you know, we're talking about unique in a deer. I mean, with a buck, okay, he's got a rack, okay, you can see the points and you can see the width and the, the symmetry of an antler, okay, mm-hmm. as well as the body. With a doe, I mean, they kind of look all the same to me. I mean, you know, if you stare at them for a while, yeah, you know, then maybe you can <laughs> all he sees is pick out a couple. I mean, yeah, she's two and a half. That's yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, how do you unique a dose? You don't. That you don't. You don't. No. So the is this my a dose a doe? Yeah. Yeah. So you're just counting when you're <laughs> right. When you're, be careful. Yeah, I know. Dose doe. Um, be, when you first start an, uh, analyzing the photos, you're counting every single deer in the photos. Okay. So if I've got a buck in this picture, and I go to the next picture, and it's the same buck. That's two. And so you're just counting deer. Okay. And so one of the assumptions of a camera survey is that bucks and does visit the sites equally. Okay. So once we have a count on how all the deer, we print out all the bucks. We unique the bucks. And so let's say we had um, a thousand pictures of bucks. Mm-hmm. And then when we got done unique and we had a hundred bucks, individuals. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's 10%. Yep. So then we take 10% of the total number of doe pictures, and that's how we get the doe number. And, and you're just hoping like 50% of those are not eight points that you can't defer. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the hardest ones are the the very basic spikes, yep. four points, six points, and eight points mm-hmm. that are all just that typical look because yep. you'll think, okay, that's same deer, same deer, same deer. And then in the next picture, you get three eight points of the same eight point you thought you were right <laughs> so now yeah. you've got three of them then then you gotta start digging in and oh right. yeah he's got a tick on his eye right right gosh what by the way what cameras you using you still um, using cuttybacks yep love them i mean there's a gazillion on the on the market yeah and they're all good now they've been yeah. um yeah. these have been workhorses well, I, I, let me correct myself they're not all good there's some that are oh yeah eh. yeah but i mean for the most part they're i mean compared to where they were 15 years oh, ago yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it's night and day yep but right. yeah, they've been good workhorses for us. We we love them. They they give them to you for free too. No, that gum it, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Dave. I get a great a little... I get a great price on it. All right, but, good, good, yeah. good. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we come back. We'll do a weather and a tides, and the weather's obviously going to do with this little disturbance mm-hmm. that is uh, down in the Caribbean. I guess uh, the northwestern Caribbean that uh, looks like it's going to have a chance of impacting our area in the very near future. Thankfully, backdoor, and we'll talk about that and more right here on the. <coughs> Excuse me, Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. <laughs> Little Wing. Hey, don't interrupt. <laughs> hey, if uh, you're interested, you're interrupting again. I know. Guy, our guy at Consignment Boat Sales. Uh-huh. He's got, got a really good boat for he sale. He really does. A 2021 Seafox 240 Viper Bay. Okay. That sounds incredible. It it's, is incredible. It's a really, really nice boat. Mm-hmm. Really mm. nice. All the maintenance records, by how many, the way. How many years did you have the Seafox? Year and you a half. I mean, just tremendous boat. That is my boat. Uh, it, this is your boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This one's powered by yep. a Yamaha 300. Mm-hmm. It's nice. been serviced by the guys 
uh, at Whalen Bay. Bay for yeah, years. All the service records. All the service are there. records. Yep. Yeah, hard top. Hard top. So it's not a it's not a you know canvas no, 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 t top. No, no, no. It's a hard top. Yeah, it's a hard top. Proven fish catcher. Yes. Got uh, Simrad GPS. Fantastic. Um, yep. Numbers in it. So. <laughs> so, well, so, so 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 if 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 somebody wants to make an offer on the boat, and then we can talk about GPS numbers, I am willing to throw wait, in GPS numbers. There's okay. more. And, and and by the way, I will even do this. Oh, if if somebody buys it and I put the GPS numbers back in it, uh-huh. I will go over every GPS number with you. Wow! Really? I will do that. I'll all sit, four of them. I'll sit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All four GPS no, numbers. I, we will go. Look, over. I've got some numbers. That how no, many? Nobody ballpark. has. Three hundred sixty. About. Yeah, but how many? Will you, you willing to give up? I'll give up all of them. Two? No, you're kidding me. No. Wow. Seriously, that's worth the cost of the boat. Wow. I mean, it would, I would. If somebody had to pay for that, it'd be about twenty grand. Wow. That's wow. What I, would, I would think because of, and years with the consulting. Yeah. <laughs> years. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, so uh, it's got the uh, uh, GPS, SIMRAD, VHF, stereo, yep, Yamaha digital gauge, Lenco trim tab, stainless steel prop, hydraulic steering, rear bench and side jump seats, three live wells, Mincota, Taro, uh, Tarova, the boat's Taranova, in awesome shape. 36-volt trolling motor, battery charger, aluminum uh, American Trail tandem axle trailer. Just go to jacksboating.com or call Guy at 904-249-6225. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't believe he'd spend that yeah, much time to put in 360 bogus spots. <laughs> because I know a fisherman is not giving up 360 of his spots. Yeah, oh, hey, you man. know, the, the, you, you, to be honest with you, I mean, since June 10th, since old school, yeah, I haven't been off the beach. Right. I, yeah. I don't. I don't need to. You know, I mean, most of my trips are four or five hours. Yeah. I mean, it, now I may go 15, 20 miles north or south, but. As in, I mean, I can catch everything that I need on the beach for, mm-hmm. for the most part, you know. I I, you. And I, 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 I mean, I've got some offshore numbers that are unbelievable. Oh, I know you do. Yeah, some of, some yeah you, you, oh, you yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do a let's do a tide support brought to you by Angie Subs. And the great thing about Angie's is the credible sandwiches and the crispy French fries. I will be there today. Why? Because today is my beautiful daughter's 13th birthday. Nice. Freebie. Woo-hoo, wow. 13th and birthday. she's going to get a free sub. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Taylor, my little love, is uh, 13 today, and we are going to Angie's. And that's wow. one of the things that she said, I want to do, Daddy, on my birthday. Uh, I want to go yeah. to Angie's. I, I did it. Yeah. I left, yeah. I left from the show. And, 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 uh, and by the way, uh, my birthday was on a, a Sunday, and I, I said, hey, you know, you're closed on Sunday, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I had to weasel my way into that one. Let, yeah, and let me let me just say this because Ed would be uh, not happy if we didn't say this. Mm-hmm. That does not apply to anybody else. Oh, well, yeah, the next day, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you can't if, if they're closed you, you, on you, Sunday you, and your birthday is on a Sunday. Guess what? Tough luck. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. Taylor's thirteen years, years old. Years old. Yeah, wow. man. It's uh, it's great That's stuff. Awesome. All right, uh, tides tide for today at Mayport. At uh, ten thirteen a.m., it's going to be a low tide. That's a point four five, five seventeen p.m. It will be in pregame, so you can tune in if you're going to be fishing that low tide. You can listen to the pregame radio. Uh, five seventeen p.m. is the high tide. That's a five point oh eight. And then tomorrow, if you're planning on fishing a little bit tomorrow, early in the morning is a high tide at five thirty a.m. That's a four point two three, and those are Mayport tides. And brought to you each and every week by Angie Sub, the best sub shop in Jacksonville. And I can tell you, after doing a little bit of research in Detroit, 
we are very lucky to have Angie Subs. Mm-hmm. The uh, sub shops in Detroit, as I told you guys last weekend. Yeah. Were, and, you know, we tr- I went to two of them, man. I heard Dave. you on the radio. And it, was, it was like, <laughs> pot, it's pot, hard to go anywhere pot else, bellies right? and Troy Sandwich Shop, which the Pot Belly's kind of like a chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had some name sandwiches. I'm like, all right, it's got to be good. And, you know, they got name sandwiches, you know, like – uh, you go to Angie's. Del Rio. You, you got the Del Rio <laughs> and the Doug Peterson, and you know. Oh, was there a Doug Peterson? Yeah, you got Doug Peterson. Okay, now. okay. One of my favorites is the Shane. It's got banana peppers on it. <laughs> we gotta have banana it's peppers. It's good, man. Yeah. Well, well, we actually schedule. We're from. I'm from Fernandina, Yuli. We schedule around lunch when we have to come to Jack. Come to the Jack's Beach sure. area. We're like, uh, we could go at nine, but let's go at eleven. Mm-hmm. So that we can go to Angie's. Then go to Angie's. Yeah. Right. Hell yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Hey. So I. I, I you, Hold on. Let me do the tides. Oh. Oh. Or, actually, let me, let's do the weather. Or you want I, you, you I, got I, an Angie I, story? No. 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 I. I have a a, a listener story. Okay. Well, hold on. Yeah, a, yeah, li- yeah. a listener story on Angie's? No. On no. Uh, today. No. I'll give it to you. Just okay. uh, let me let me do the weather first. Uh, southeast at five. This is going to be beautiful today. Uh, tomorrow, 5 to 10, increasing to 10 to 15 out of the southeast, which is about typical for this time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday, southeast, 5 to 10, increasing to 10 to 15 in the afternoon. Same. Uh, this is where it starts getting a little iffy. Yeah, we'll mon- see. Yeah, Monday night, southeast winds around 15, becoming southwest after midnight, 3 to 4. Uh, Tuesday, 10 to 15, 4 to 5. Uh, and, then, and then Wednesday is when they're talking about if this tropical storm, tropical depression gets here, yeah, and, um, and I've got south the, winds at twenty to twenty-five. I've got the information on that. This okay. is from the uh, National Hurricane Center, and if you haven't been there, folks, just Google National Hurricane Center, and you can put your little pointy finger over top of the different storms, and it'll give you a little indication of as to what the outlook is on it. And so, this right now down in the northwestern Caribbean is just a disturbance. Okay, which has a 60% chance of cyclone formation in 48 hours, okay? And it reads, uh, the, the alert, it reads as such, Northwestern Caribbean Sea and Eastern Gulf of Mexico. Shower and thunderstorm activity continues to show signs of organization and association with an area of low pressure over the Northwestern Caribbean Sea. Environmental conditions appear conducive for further development of this system during the next several days. And a trop- tropical depression is likely to form late this weekend, or early next week while it moves generally northward over the eastern Gulf of Mexico. Interests in the Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico, western Cuba, and Florida should monitor the progress of this system. One of my favorite websites to follow, um, hurricane mm-hmm. and bad weather, and, and Chris, if you would, it's called, and it's called Mike's, Weather page. That's what everybody says. Mike's weather page. Everybody's using it. Do you, you have it? Everybody? Yeah. He's, he's, everybody, it's Dave? Actually a pay. Not, well, pretty much everybody, I think. Pretty uh, much everybody. See, um, you're hedging your I bets already. Kentori, uh, what's his name? Uh, weather Channel? I think yeah. he's got it. Oh, Joe I am. <laughs> wow. Probably does. <laughs> great. The great thing about it is, is that Mike's weather page, what it does is it, it compiles a lot of other websites, including the National Hurricane Center, mm. into one page. And so, so you a, have a plethora of information plethora. on all the mm-hmm. you know disturbances that could be happening. Yeah. It's, you know, it shows you the links to spaghetti model pages, to forecast, to, uh, besides the National Hurricane Center, and it's all gathered in one spot. And literally on Mike's weather page, you can access all of it. 
Exactly. It's yeah. awesome. Mm. Yep. So it's a it's a weather aggregator. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I think it's spaghettimodels.com is the website. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of wild. Um, it is a spaghetti, spaghettimodel.com. I don't know. Something like that. Do they have a fettuccine model? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, but so it's vermicelli. I'm, I'm partial yeah. to fettuccine. <laughs> and I, I'm looking. El Dante. Right now. Fettuccine. At the, uh, and I just pulled up the spaghetti models, okay, for this disturbance that is pretty close to the Yucatan Peninsula. And the majority of the spaghetti models, the group of them, there's one outlier, but the majority of them has it going into the Big Bend of Florida and, uh, and then kind of turning through southern Georgia and then up into South Carolina and then eventually along coastal North Carolina. Good grief. Which is typical of yeah, a hurricane track, sure. right? Now, yeah. there's one spaghetti model, not sure whose it is, but it literally shows it going straight north, right up into Alabama. Oh, I mean, wow. running right up the middle of the state of Alabama. And then once it gets up to Tennessee, it's going to finally start to turn and then turn right in the middle of Tennessee and go over to the mountains of eastern Tennessee and then kind of go kaput mm. in the uh, so western edge of North we're, Carolina. We're going to get some... You know, we'll some good, something. good, good wind out of it, and uh, and and some rain. That's what we're gonna get. Yeah, the good thing yeah. is, is that it, you know, it's backdoor. Yeah, it's showing that uh, for the most part, it's gonna go over into the Panhandle area. You know, so man, it's maybe I hate this time ma- of year. Ma- though, ma- for that maybe the, the, there's there are times when when that hurricane goes through or tropical depression, whatever, and the next couple of days. The humidity's down. Mm-hmm. It, it takes Pretty. a lot of that stuff off with it. That's you know nice I mean? when you're sweating, working a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and our weather report always brought to you by the Beer to Pig, the best mm-hmm. barbecue in Jacksonville. And if you've never had their brisket, oh my. Mm. Nobody does brisket more consistently than the Beer to Pig. Everybody else is fighting for second place. Yeah, Kirk was excited last week because it was blowing southeast. It was right, 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 right down his house. He can smell it. Oh, he can smell the bearded pig. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He well, that's not good. <laughs> I know, I yeah. know. That would make me fat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If I hadn't smelled that all day, for for sure. Mm. Mm. Is he calling in today? By the way, if he can get rid of his pom pom. Okay. Yeah. Cowbell pom pom. <laughs> hmm. That'll be interesting. All right, uh, l- let's take a break. Yep. And I got I got a cool story when we come back. Kevin's and, got a story, and then uh, we I, have we have I fished this week for the first time in a while. Wow. Uh, in the in the yak, and I can tell you, it's hot. Hot. <laughs> yeah, hot. <laughs> hey, by the way, public service announcement for anyone who has not gone to uh, Mike's weather page, this spaghettimodels dot com. Um, gear up because it looks like. Uh, it, it looks like every radar in the world threw up all over the front of this page. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's... Wow. It, have you ever seen that page, Chris? Uh, I just looked at it for the first time just now, and, and I need therapy. It, it, wow. Well, I'm just telling you, though, I mean, if, if you want information... Oh, I mean, you're getting information. <laughs> you're, I mean... Overload. Oh, you're getting information. It, you're going to you, get all you want and, and yeah, you more. are. Um, yeah, with a website designed circa 1993. Oh, it's no, it might be late 80s, Chris. Wow, yeah, just wow. But it's but it's good. I, I think Mike is known, isn't he known as the drunk donkey? Uh, it looks like it. Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. getting better. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't boy. think he. I don't think he's uh, on Facebook. 
Yeah. 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 Mike's right. Mike's weather page on Facebook, his logo says drunk donkey. <laughs> well, it, his uh, Facebook page does a great job at putting information yeah. out. I mean, a lot of people don't go to websites anymore. A lot of people are always on Facebook. So yeah. if you want to follow his Facebook page, that's another great follow. All right, before we take a break, I want to let everybody know that uh, Mr. Bill, okay, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Bill Hagen. Yes. Okay. Uh, sometimes he has a, a purchasing problem. Oh, he purchases too much. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know how that is. Uh-huh, yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes take, we I'll, go to the store and yeah. we're hungry. I'll and take a hundred of those. We buy too much food. <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, <laughs> they always great. say, don't go to the grocery store no. hungry. Well, Bill went to the store hungry yeah. and he ended up buying a lot of too much. So he needs a little help, okay, finding hundreds of overstocked items, a new home. Oh, okay. look at that. It's like an adoption. Okay, <laughs> items and deals vary by location, but uh, if you would see your local uh, Hagen Ace Hardware or Hagen Coastal Outfitters for more information, what's going on is called Bill's Bargain Bins. Oh. And that's because Bill has a buying problem. I- <laughs> okay? Sorry, there are Bill. four days of deals, and it ends on the 27th, and tomorrow is the last day yes. of Bill's Bargain Bins. Oh man! Any Hagen Ace? Any Hagen Ace? Okay. Oh wow! So, so do we have any examples of what's in? Yeah, bins? what's in the bins? Every store is different. Oh, okay? oh. because you know, see, see, as you know, and and here's how it works. You know, Bill goes and buys. Think he thinks, okay, hey, look, you know, at Mandarin, yeah, the people in Mandarin will love this. Right, right. People <laughs> in Green Coast Springs well, maybe not. The people so, in but... Mandarin didn't love it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So, and then he might buy something for Green Cove, and then yeah. oh yeah, the people in Green Cove are going to love this. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they don't. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they put them in the bargain bins. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all you got to do is look for this big sign. Okay, that's got Bill. Okay, with the old uh, what? What do they call that thing where it's like got the thing that makes words in it next to a, a picture of somebody? Marky? No, it's like the like the car, car, cartoons, like, like the word bubble. The yeah. word bubble. Oh, Thank yeah. you, Chris. Word bubble. Yeah, word There's bubble. a word bubble, <laughs> and it says, that's, "Oops." I was thinking yeah. like I bought too much. <laughs> You're so going look, too high tech, man. So so look for the picture of of Bill Hagen, okay? And he's saying, "Oops, Oops. I bought too much." And then you're going to find a great deal. Gotcha. All right, 904-641-1010 if you'd like to join us here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. <music> Got to send out a big thank you to Victor at mm-hmm. Wild West Guns and Gold. My uh, father-in-law wanted to get the granddaughters that you know, Taylor's thirteen yep. today, and then her cousin is thirteen as well. Mm-hmm. Today? To get, Did you say uh, today? Not today. Oh, she, her birthday was a week two week or two ago. Okay, a couple weeks ago. And anyway, he wanted to get the girls their own and first rifles. Okay, that's awesome. So uh, called he called Victor up, or I called Victor up. And uh, put the order in, and he's going to be picking them up today, I believe, and got the girls the CZ American model number 457s, which nice. are tremendous what? 22 rifles. Oh, they're 22. Bolt action okay. 22s. Okay. Yep. So uh, the girls are going to get two guns that are amazing that's, right out of the that's gate. That's cool. Fantastic. What was your first 22? You remember what it was? Uh, yeah. Um, it was an old Savage single shot. Um, bolt action. You remember yep. yours, Dave? Was was your yep. first gun a twenty two? It was. Absolutely. It was a Marlin. Marlin. Yep. Marlin. Um, the the semi automatic with the big long tube magazine. Yep. 
Yeah, Marlin sixty. Whatever I got one of them. Yeah. I got. You, I have one. You, of them. you you had like multiple multiple shots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only had so one. My first gun that wasn't mine was uh, I can't remember the make, but it was one of those old single shot. Yeah, bolt yeah. action twenty twos. That's that. That's what I had. The old yeah. Savage. I mean, and I was deadly with it. My first one I bought off of Randy Boyer, who was a guy that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. I. I I don't know how, but he ended up selling me a Ruger 1022 for like 50 bucks. Wow. wow. And that was my first wow. rifle. Yeah. And it was awesome. Mm. Um, still have it to this day. That's the the gun that I used mm-hmm. to dispatch of all the hogs in the pig brig a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that thing is still absolutely fantastic. But anyway, Victor at Wild West Guns and Gold, folks, if you're looking for for guns or ammo or all the products that are associated with that, he, he's the best, man. And uh, the people in his store are the best. And his prices, the best. Wild West Guns and Gold. All right, so before we took a break, Kevin was talking yeah. about a story to tell, and I want to hear it. Well, I, I, I have to send out an apology to one of our listeners. I, I got him in trouble. Um, and I got him in trouble with his mom. <laughs> way, and, way to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, there's so, nothing wrong with getting some people in trouble, right, but not with right, mom. Right, right. Well, a, a couple a couple weeks ago, Jeff, when, when you weren't here, I, again, I've been fishing pretty much every day. I was fishing the pogey pods down the beach and saw a guy coming down the beach in a canoe out in the ocean. Okay. Okay. And if the first thing that's very clear is this guy is knows how to he stands up and drives and uh, I mean it's 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 pretty amazing to watch him. Right? I couldn't stand up in a canoe he, got without a, driving. He, 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 he's, he, <laughs> in the ocean, no less. Yeah, right, right. right. He's standing up, and he now he in the middle. It's almost like a a pole that's and he hangs onto it. So okay, he's got, so he's got on. something. Yeah, in it's, front it's, to hold it's absolutely to. the coolest canoe you've ever seen. Anyway, I I said something. Does he have an outboard? Yeah, or is it Honda, one of those tiller things? No, no, no. It's a Honda outboard. Okay. Yeah, and um. And and he and, and man he stands up and drives. Anyway, I saw him this week in in the uh, at the inlet. Okay, you know fishing, and so I uh, he and I were putting our boats on the trailer at, mm-hmm. at the same time, and he came up and introduced himself. Great guy, Alex Warmack. Alex, yeah, and, and how old said, of a feller is he? I'd say about thirty. Would, okay, would, would be my guess. And uh, he goes, man, I listen to you guys every Saturday. Cool. And and he goes. But but I got to tell you that uh, you got me in trouble, and I'm like, uh oh, yeah. He said so. He said a lot. people know who he is by the canoe, and mm-hmm. you know, and they, and they put two and two together, mm-hmm. and they knew that it was him, and and uh, somehow through all of that, his mom found out <laughs> that he's in the ocean in the canoe in the canoe. <laughs> oh. And she don't like. She that. didn't like that, so mm. I apologize. Mm. <laughs> and I told him if my parents knew where I was in my John boat. And by the way, I wasn't thirty; I was fifteen. Yeah, a little different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they wouldn't have liked it, it. They wouldn't have liked it very much. I think at thirty, you you're you're old enough to make sensible decisions. Sure. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Does he have this thing? rigged out with anything yeah, unique it's, it's, or special it, it, that's different than like an, somebody would have a GNU rigged out for for like yeah a i mean he's he's you know um rod holders and everything else so it's wow. it, and by the way when, you, it, now when you watch him cut across the, the 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 ocean stuff i mean that thing rides awesome really yeah is it yeah. uh because the GNU that i know of mm-hmm. is it's uh green it's plastic this is the exact same color as my boat which the, the blue, the, blue. the dark blue. I mean, okay. it's, and it's you know, is it? Uh, it's a very nice, like roto molded plastic. 
Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure. You know, I mean, I, I, I mean it, because I mean, GNU. When you think yeah. of a GNU, okay, for for people, we got I fished. Cuz and I fished out of a GNU for years. A GNU, because a lot of people are like, "What the hell is a GNU?" Okay, a GNU yeah. is essentially a ki- uh, a canoe. canoe. Okay, right. GNU canoe. Okay, that rhymes, right? A canoe, and on the back end of it, somebody takes a saw and cuts the the point pointed end on the rear of the canoe off, mm-hmm. and it becomes a very flat transom, so you can mount a motor on it. So the whole shape of it, though, is like a canoe. It's very narrow. It's very long, mm-hmm. but it's flat on the back end mm-hmm. because you're putting a motor on. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a company that's actually called GNU yep. that yep. makes them. Mm-hmm. But then there's also companies that make kind of the knockoffs of it. Okay, mm-hmm. like I think Coleman makes right. one. It's Harold right. Suds or fiberglass. Okay, fiberglass. Yeah. Yep. Um, and he. Takes this thing. I mean, it got full flotation in it and everything. I mean, I, I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. yeah right? A lot of it, them, a lot of them do, and you know, instead right. of being rounded like a canoe, they kind of have a little. They out, do. Little, That's exactly right. You know, and and they're stable. And, and this, yeah, they're pretty stable they, this, compared yeah, to a canoe. It's really stable. Could uh, you? Do you think you could stand up and drive that thing? Yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. You Dave, could. Do you I mean, think it, you could? Uh, but inside, but, 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 not it, on the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, what I'm talking about though is is that it, you know he's got something to hold on to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, still. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it, but you know I, this thing—it's—it's it, a long canoe. Okay, you know I, I'm going to say it's 16 feet. So is he fishing for like tarpon? Yeah, absolutely. And all that other bait stuff. pods and all right. fishing to jetties. And, That's very cool. Yeah, very cool. All right, all right. Uh, hey, let's go to the phone lines before we take a break. Um, got uh, Chan and Chris. Okay, uh, let's talk to Chan first. Morning, Chan. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. And yeah, a ginu is designed greatly different from a canoe. I mean. I've, I've had two of them. They're extremely stable. They're designed to be stable. So, anyway, uh, that's not why I called, though. Talking about deer aging, Dave, uh, my family probably back in Alabama. Been in the family since 1948. And uh farmer has land on three sides that nobody hunts. But on one side, the north side, 200 acres a guy owned that he let his nephews hunt. They killed everything that, you know, if it had a spike, they shot it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Brown us down. So, yeah. And so, coastal Alabama deer aren't big anyway. I don't. I don't think we had ever killed a deer over 150 pounds on that property in my lifetime until the old man that owned that 200 acres passed away, and it got tied up in an estate. And I wouldn't let the other anybody cross my property after that. And so, in those seven years, <clears throat> the body weight of our deer just skyrocketed. Uh, we killed five deer over 170 pounds. Uh, killed two over 180 pounds. Mm. However, antlers didn't change that much. I guess genetically, if they're genetically predisposed to have small antlers, I guess age really doesn't matter that much um, because uh, we we have kind of a timeline on my buddy's carport. He started hunting with me there in 1980, and he had just built a new two two uh, board, for his boats rather, and he would nail the antlers up around the rim of the two car carport. And so we could see the racks over the years. And you could see in those years that racks were a little bit bigger, but I bet they weren't five inches bigger. Um, hmm. And so is that something that you normally see? You know, if the deer are predisposed to be small racks, they stay that way regardless of the, of the body weight? No, not not typically. Um, generally speaking, when, when you got either antler deformities or let's say, uh, or I don't know, I've got one – You'll have a spike on one side and a full antler on the other, and folks will think they've got genetic issues. 
typically it is more related to uh, nutrition or social stress of having too many deer. Yeah. And once you start cleaning things up and getting getting the everything back in check, they just kind of fade out, and you just realize three years later or five years later, it wasn't a genetic issue; it right. was actually a nutrition issue. And well, I was these curious. Deer raised, these deer are raised on soybeans because one side's got two hundred acres of soybeans on it. Yeah, uh, rotate soybeans or corn, and so they they had soybeans and corn. Now, I don't know if that's the best nutrition in the world, but. Uh, that's why we had so many deer. In 1984, it was Outdoor Life, but one of them, there was a, an article in there that said that part of Mobile County, Alabama, had the highest deer population per square mile in the nation. And I believe it. We were allowed to legally kill a buck and a doe every day from October 15th to January <laughs> the 30th. Yeah. That's how many deer. Yeah. It was high, high deer densities. Well, the soybeans are certainly good. Um, I'd be curious to know. Uh, you said the body weights went up if that was related to uh, the age um, and yeah. or antler quality, you know, were were these five-plus-year-old deer, four, four-plus-year-old deer that still had small antlers? Um, yeah, they, big the antlers are beautiful. I mean, they're beautiful racks, but they're just always small. And, yeah, the body weight was definitely related to the fact that the guys next door weren't killing them when they were one or two years old. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. And so – and back to something you brought up a long time ago, Jeff, as far as uh, rifle cartridges, mm-hmm. 308, 308 all the way, 165-grain nozzle partition bullet. Yep, fantastic round. All right, thank you, Chan. Yeah, thanks, Chan. Hey, guys. All right, we're going to squeeze uh, Chris in here and maybe even Bob because they want to talk about the Ginu. Mm. Morning, Chris. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Um, morning. I've, got a, I've got a Ginu. I've had it for a long time, and please – don't call my mom and get me in trouble. <laughs> but, um, no, my father bought it in 1971 from Mr. Gene down in Titusville. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's fiberglass. Okay. And if you ever get one and you see it out of the water, you'll be able to see what the hull is like. Mm-hmm. And it's a flatter bottom than a canoe, but it's got it's got flanges on each side of it mm-hmm. that go out about three or four inches. And you, when I was young and my dad and I'd take it out, he wanted to test it. So he made me walk the gunnel what? all the way around. Wow. Really? Walk the gunnel all the way around. How old were you then? Does not. Pardon? How old were you then? Nine. I was going to say, you ain't doing it now. <laughs> You're damn right I'm not doing it now. I just broke my hip a year ago. Hell no. I got nice cushioned seats, and I'm sitting on my butt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not standing up. Well, that's how but, stable um, it is. We used to jump out of them and get back in swim, right. swimming. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. They, they are incredibly stable. Here, here's the and funny thing, too, you. Chris. Let me ask you a question real quick. Okay, because sure. – Everybody that I know that has bought a GNU has never sold the right. GNU. No, they're fantastic. Okay. Nope. Would, would you ever no, s- consider sir. selling your GNU, Chris? No. That's it's what everybody says. Now, now let me add in that wow. I totally agree. I had one for years mm-hmm. and loved it. Um, and they are stable. Are they wor- ocean worthy? <laughs> <laughs> There's not, not yeah. very high oh, sides. Yeah. 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 I've been out to the jetties when I was really, you know, younger right. in high school. With yes, it, that's but, right. Um, young, young and dumb. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But not anymore. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm not I'm not that uh uh foolhearted. Um and I don't mean to give Alex a hard time, but no 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 no. Uh now yeah. intercoastal, I've been up and down the uh ICW in it and but it's great. You can put it in anywhere. Hmm. Yeah, I mean you can. You, oh, yeah, you water. Can, yeah. Like well, well, and, and well, by, no, by you, the way, the best duck hunting boat there is. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we, that's what we did out of ours. So duck hunting. Oh, yeah. you can get in nothing. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, it, they're they're amazing. There's no draft. Right. All right. I mean, there's. What do you what do you got on the back of yours, Chris? What horsepower and what kind of motor? I got a I've got an old Evinrude nine point nine that runs like a scalded dog. Perfect. And. With a 9.9, you can get in a lot of the smaller places that won't take anything more than a 9.9. Right. right. And with a 9.9 on it, 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 it moves. How fast do you think you're going with a 9.9? Uh, I haven't used my little GPS on my phone, but my uncle had one. He had a 25 on the back. Ooh. Now, that would move. <laughs> yeah. You almost but, want to have two, uh, you know, you want to have one, one nine, nine for yeah. getting in to like Guana right. and then, you know, maybe the 25 yeah. just to go somewhere else. But you know, you don't, you don't need it because when you're in it, you're just, you're kicking back. It's right. like, you're not going anywhere in a hurry. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Chris. Thanks, uh, Chris. We're going to take a break. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, and guys, you take care. Be careful with that hip now. Take care of that hip. And yeah, I'm not walking the gunnel. No gunnel. No gunnel walking. <laughs> no, uh, Chris, no look, not doing that. Thank you, Chris. Look, let's get Bob in because he also wants to comment here on the Ginu real quick, and then we'll take a break. Morning, Bob. Good morning, guys. I'll make this quick. I know you're on a break. Um, about 10 years ago, I had a friend of mine that lived in Carabelle, Florida, and he was friends of the family that started the company, and they made him two prototypes that are available right now. Mm-hmm. They they had a center console, they had a polling platform, and they had a front casting deck. And he had a trailer made that, that would haul both genus. And he took me out in it one day out in the Gulf, and he had uh, a 25 four-stroke Suzuki on the back. And we were doing 35 miles an hour in that thing. Nice. And it's a it is a fishing machine, but if you go to their website, you'll see they got a bunch of different models available with center consoles, pulling platforms, and casting decks up front. Awesome. So going to check a, it out right here in the break. Boat. Do they have any with cup holders? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, thank you, Bob. You got it. Hey, uh, real quick before we take yes. a break, oh, no. do not look at your computer. Okay. What's the correct spelling Uh-oh. of GINU? Dave, you're first. G-H-E-E-N-O-E. Kevin, um, <laughs> I, I I I forgot about the G H. Uh, I thought I, 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 I should have asked yeah, him first. Yeah, yeah, you should have asked. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Dave, you actually got it right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought you cheated. Yeah, yeah. I, I cheated. I, I had a GNU for twenty years. So. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> that's why I should ask Kevin. Yeah, you should have asked me because I would go like G E. You actually spelled it right. I, d- I looked. I cheated. Uh, okay. 100%. See, I, I knew. Call well, list here, Chris, you know, writes the topic of conversation for each caller with yeah. their name. Yeah. He actually spelled Ginu right. I'm like, I did. okay, I all did. right. <laughs> I did. Because usually he misspells everybody's name. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't get us in trouble. <laughs> Uh-oh, something's wrong with Jeff right. Mike again. When uh, we come oh, back, man. we're going to do uh, LV Gear Tip of the Week. 
And uh, Aldine, okay, <laughs> wants to talk about 22 stuff. Could this be Jason Aldine? Jason Aldine? Sure. Uh, <clears throat> no. I mean, the way Chris has got it spelled, it's, uh, it's Aldine. Yeah. All right, we'll find out that and more right after this right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by DuckDuckRooter. We currently have Mr. Dave Edwards, Tall Times Consulting. He is evaluating a picture from uh, Mr. Travis West. Going to age a buck for him. Send it to us on Facebook. Uh, but right now, it is time, and don't forget uh, Jason Aldean coming up right after the LV hires an ink tip of the week. That's false advertising. <laughs> that's, that's fraud. Uh, fraud. Right, uh, LV hires uh, your place for fuels, lubricants, and they also deliver. They can handle job sites. They can handle businesses, and they handle it all across the southeast. Just go to lvhires.com to learn more. And this week's tip comes from Captain Kirk, even though he's not here. He's got these in his truck, and uh, they're kind of comfortable now. I'm looking at them. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they look like, like original seat covers. He bought these seat covers off of Amazon, which I think that's the only place that Kirk right. shops at, mm-hmm. and it's these well, Oasis too. Auto. I do too, but not like Kirk. I mean, Kirk's like a buying machine off of. Yeah, Amazon. he's he shops like a woman. It's the Oasis Auto Car Ooh. seat cover. So if you've got a, a vehicle and you're trying to protect the seats for maybe resale down the road, or it's uh, looking pretty ratty and you're trying to be a little bit more comfortable, these Oasis Auto Car seat covers uh, come. In multiple colors, uh, black, black and red, brown, burgundy, tan, and uh, for the front pair, about 109 bucks. Okay, if you want the full set, you know, front back, it's about 169. That's reasonable. That is. So, if so, you so question have for an you: does, does does Merle ride up front with you, or does he ride in the back? It just depends. Okay, because yeah. Fancy's a she's back seat, back seat, and and, and uh, you have to if you have any kind of leather seats or whatever. You have to protect them. You do. You know, 100%. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, if, look, the back of the truck is hers, and and, and uh, I've got a, a cover back there that has been fantastic. I've yeah. had it for about five years now. You know, you take it out, you vacuum it, and wash it, and mm-hmm. and your seats look brand new. That, that's the way to do it. Yep. For sure. That's your LV Hires, Inc. gear tip of the week. All right. Uh, Jason Aldean came out with a song that was... Uh, for some reason, controversial. I don't know yep. why. I called Small Town. I mean, yeah. no try this. Don't, don't try that in a small town. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, great. I think it's a very good song. And anyway, uh, Aldine is calling in. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about stuff. that. Morning, Aldine. Morning there. How y'all? Good. good. All right. So is it? Uh, is that your first name, Aldine? Yes, sir. Aldine. Aldine. And so uh, how do you spell your first name? A L D E A N. Just like Jason Aldine. Yep. That's Just what like he said. That. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, you, didn't, you never heard that name for, you know, he's the other, one other guy that ever heard that name until he come out with it. So a lot of times people I never met, hey, I'm Jason Aldean. Ah, you know, just kind of <laughs> I see you do. milk it and try <laughs> to get, right. you try to get free stuff. <laughs> yes. That's what you do. Why not? Yeah. Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> I do the same thing with, 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 with LaFarve. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Kevin Favre. Favre. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. So, uh, so Christmas spelled your name. Just letting you know, Aldine. Uh, <laughs> hey, he did okay. double E. I did. Yeah, I did uh, on purpose. Uh, so you wanted fine. to talk a little twenty twos. Uh, what you got? Yeah, uh, my son Cole, uh, my daddy Dean. He he bought him a twenty two Savage, 
when he was six days old from the Ace Hardware in Hilliard, Florida. Mm. And he just turned 39. Wow. Uh, August 23rd. Mm. How about that? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a good little rifle, you know. So that, uh, that got rifle is me and him with 33 years with. old? Is that, did I do the math no, right? 38 years old. 38 years old. 38. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I can't spell and you can't Did you add. say six months old? <laughs> six, yeah. six days old. Six days old. Six okay, days. I thought it was like six years old. Okay. <laughs> totally missed it on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People are out there going, boy, he's really yeah. good at yeah. math. <laughs> you can tell he had been in the studio for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm from Somebody get him a crayon. He's used to counting yeah. to 10, first and 10. Yeah. So, so get, go ahead, Aldean. You said you, said you were <laughs> seven you're, yards? You're, you're from, Alt, uh, from Hilliard? Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, we used to run dogs back then all the time and loved to hunt and, you know, uh, Got a picture of me and Cole standing there at the pond his first time shooting and got it hanging up on the wall. And uh, pretty neat. What a great oh, gun, yeah. too. That's one of those, uh, back in the day, it was one of those first guns. And it, it's, you hear stories like that. Yeah. Like you were talking about with your gun. Yeah. That Savage. Yep. Just, yeah. it's an heirloom that goes on and on and on. Absolutely. Like a, well, Zepco 33s don't go on and on, but, it, you know, it, it, it's it, kind of it, like in that same mode. You had a 20, Savage yeah. 22 and a Zepco 33. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Having a, an old fashioned with dad last week, and we got to talking about guns and and the guns that he gave me. I mean, it's a huge topic of conversation, father son. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he gave me an old um, lever action ninety four Winchester thirty thirty that uh, I don't know how old this gun is, but it is still the most solid shooting gun. And um, I'm actually going to break it out. Huh. Um, this year, deer hunt with it. Okay, but in the swamp. Yeah, you know yeah. because I've got some swamp stands and I'll deem a little shorter the, the, shot, thicker. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you, <laughs> and and you can't see through a scope real well, right? You know because it's dark, right? You know, I mean, and, and they make some ammo now for those thirty thirties that are oh amazing. Yeah. Yep, they do. Yeah. So, fact, what was your uh, first 19... gun, Aldine? Oh, let's see. It was a twelve gauge. Okay. Wow. You jumped right into it. No kidding. <laughs> jumped right into it. Here, yeah, son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, yeah. I know you're only seven, but you yeah, can handle yeah. it. <laughs> That's right. And then then also, uh, Mama bought me and Daddy two twenty two Remington. And I think that I might come from Montgomery Wards. I don't remember back then. Uh, but anyway, I'm 64, and we bought them in 72, so you can figure that up. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's awesome. Still got them. Still shoots good. So <laughs> I, was, I was having a conversation with my son dylan and his first gun that i bought him was the chipmunk oh yeah the little mm-hmm. 22 yeah you know uh-huh. because i was i mean he was barely walking and i had him shooting <laughs> yeah yeah and didn't have much of a chance there but then the first like gun gun because then he just started shooting the ruger after that uh, but the first like deer rifle he i bought him a 243 the one that i used in mm-hmm. fargo that became dylan's gun right yeah and he was all freaked out and uh, because I don't know if you guys ever listened to uh, Whiskey Myers. The, oh, yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Country Music Singer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Band. Uh-huh. Okay. They have a song and it's called Ballad, Ballad of a Southern Man. It's, it's awesome. The first line is. My, my dad first, gave me 243. Oh, yeah, gave yeah, me yeah. 243. Yeah, yeah. And Dylan heard that the other day and he was like, Dad, yeah. have you heard this song? <laughs> That's an old song. Yeah. Fact, but yeah, cool. they're, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll tell you one more thing about kind of like the Jason L.D. deal. We play music. Me and Daddy did all the time, and uh, we my son, we sing and this and that. Anyway, Daddy bought a uh, a J forty five Gibson from Paulus Music Store down in nineteen fifty five, 
and this is a 1952 Gibson flat top guitar. And Hello. Hello. Chris is going bananas. Hello. Wow. Yes, sir. It's played anywhere from, um, you know, to funerals, to weddings, to. Um, and he's in still great shape? Oh, yes. Play uh, it. Yeah. Everybody. Oh, yeah. man. Chris. Chris. Yeah. Quick, quick. What uh, what do you think that might be worth? Oh gosh, I, that's uh, hard. I don't know, but a lot, priceless, a lot. right? Yeah. I a mean, lot. Well, yeah. see, yeah. See, here's the thing. It's like it's like over time, over time, the character of the thing changes. You know, as as mm-hmm. the wood ages together and the and the glue ages and things like that. So yep. it just doesn't. You know, it's you could pick up a brand new one and it's just not going to sound nearly as good because that thing is just a living, breathing piece of art. Mm-hmm. Right there, yeah, yep. awesome. Yeah, that's that's why they're so it's expensive. In, yeah, it's been in the hospital one time, mm. and we've put uh, two frets on it. Other oh, than that, wow! It's all original. Yeah, that's it's all fantastic. Oh my gosh, <laughs> hang on to that. You know, a guitar is special when you say it's been in the hospital. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> talking like it's a person. It is, man. I totally get it's it. Been it. In the hospital twice. <laughs> I totally get it. Kind of like Willie Nelson. Uh, Guitar, you know, the trigger is trigger. Uh-huh. We yeah. don't have a name for this one, but you know, uh, it's it's a sweet one. That's you know? awesome. Oh, Cole's got man. that one. My oldest son now, so yeah, that's good. Stuff. Awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. you better take care of it. Yep. Aldine, man, enjoyed oh. talking with yeah, you. Yeah, man, that was awesome. Don't be a stranger. We love talking with you. Yes, sir. I enjoyed listening to y'all, buddies. We'll call back. Okay. Thank right. y'all. Appreciate okay, it. See you. All right. Uh, do we squeeze Top Gun in here, or do we? Let's say hi to him. Dealer's just for a choice, minute anyway, because yeah, okay. he's been uh, on hold yeah, and he'll yeah, complain we can, we can and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't, don't want to hurt his feelings or anything. Both of them. I feel the need for speed. What's going on? Morning. Good morning. Morning, Top Gun. Per- it's a perfect day today, Jack Day. Jack Day. Hey, hey and here, here's the other reason why. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Top Gun, you know that we have rules and regulations here on the Nimnik. Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Yeah. Right? Correct. Okay. The moon down. And one of those regulations is is that when a guest comes in, they have to bring breakfast. Right? That's right. Guest rules. Okay. No breakfast? Uh, no. Dave uh, uh, Dave hit it out of the park. Above and beyond. Oh, cool. Yeah. Out of the park. Okay. And here's what he's got. And mm. I want to know if you've ever had it. Oh. Okay. Have you ever had venison bacon? I have not. I have not either until today, and I'm going to tell you there's going to be a lot of deer dying and going to the processor to be made into <laughs> I bet venison it's bacon. Good, though. I bet it's good. So somebody around here does it because I got some from Kyle Summerall, and um, that, that was it, it, outstanding. It's, it tastes almost identical yeah. to what you have, Dave. Where yeah. did, I mean, so tell tell Top Gun and everybody how that is made. I mean, holy cow! Yeah, obviously it's not like uh, pork because they don't have that, that fat fat like right. that. But um, you're basically grinding meat like you're gonna make hamburger okay um you add fat and you add bacon seasoning Mm -hmm. which is kind of like sausage seasoning Mm -hmm. it's a bacon seasoning yep mix it all up like you're making sausage then you make a a meatloaf almost like a tray of brownies okay you smoke they smoke it though in in a in a meatloaf whole piece whole tray like a whole thing of brownies okay after it's smoked you put it on a slicer and you slice it like bacon. And then that's like it. Like bacon, yeah. And so then when you open it up out of the package, you pan fry it like you do 
well, like you can do bacon. Well, this morning, um, my favorite way to do it is grill it. So this morning I grilled okay. it. And also had uh, hey Tom Cut that's above and beyond above right there. Yeah, I mean, come on, the grill this morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> grilled this morning. I get brown sugar, a little water. Oh yeah, mix that up, and yep. I baste it with it. While, while Caramelize it a little bit. Right. Yep. Man, that's and 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 Top Gun. The texture. It, what's that imitation bacon that came out? Spam. No, not spam. <laughs> it's kind of got that texture. Sizzling or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of yeah. like that, but it's thicker. Um, it reminds me of uh, jerky shooter. Yeah, you know how they shoot yes. jerky yeah. and then, yep. and then, yeah, kind of has that texture. Oh, that's, I mean, that's like <clears throat> wow, it's good. Sizzling. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta ask those guys up there in Eastman and see if they can make that because that's totally good. Yeah, I have this made in Alabama. That was really good. I remember maybe toting some deer across. Yeah, I was gonna lines. say road, road trip. <laughs> uh, Top Gun, hang tight. We're gonna take a break and then we'll come back tight. and uh, we'll talk to you and Chip. Yeah, Chip, if you want to hang tight as well. Chip. And if uh, if you're listening, like dial in 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And yes, it is Steely, Steely Dan. Top Gun, you a Steely Dan fan? I do like Steely Dan. All right. Cool deal. So this is kind of like, like that of uh, that nineteen seventies groove, bell bottoms, <laughs> oh, collar, one hundred percent, man, exactly, Velvet, smooth baby, couch, shag carpet, John Travolta, custom van, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's safe to assume then that Mister Dave will be getting an invite back to the number one show on the air. Yes. After bringing that in, keeps bringing. Oh, food gotta, he, he's actually got to come back uh, like uh, monthly now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I got a top gun salute. Yes, sir. Uh, happy birthday, Taylor! Thank you, thank you. What'd thank you, you say? 13? Thirteen. Thirteen. Yes, man. indeed. She is such a cutie pie. Oh. Logs. Got to get the shotgun on the oh, porch. Trust me, I'm, <laughs> I got I got them on all sides. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Hey, I got a question. It's a two part question. Uh, the first question uh, has to do with Jaws, the first Jaws, mm-hmm. the best Jaws. Mm-hmm. I happened to be watching it the other day, and um, the captain is sitting back in the fighting chair, mm-hmm. and he's got the rod and the holder, yep. and starts clicking. Click, click. He click, takes click. it out of the holder. And puts it in the holder on the fighting chair. Mm-hmm. And then he slips on this vest. Mm-hmm. And the vest has got two leather it's fi- it's fi- straps it's a, it's in the front with a hook fighting on it. Yep. And he hooks it into a hole, uh, a, a flange with a hole in it on each side of the reel. Mm-hmm. Do yep. people do that anymore or is that old school? That's old school. Because I I, yep. I watch that wicked tuna, I never see him doing anything like that. <laughs> I don't even take it out of the rod holder. <laughs> some of those tuna are pretty big. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the second part question. By the way, is that, they, they, that, they they're not as big as Jaws. <laughs> Jaws that, is twenty five. Yeah, Jaws is huge. <laughs> that that captain, uh, three years before Jaws, was in another movie where he played a shark. A card shark, and he cheated, and some boys took him down and took all his money. Ooh. What was the name of the movie? 
I I got no idea. Come on. Logs? I don't have a clue. The Sting. Was that the, the sting? sting? Okay. The Sting <laughs> won seven Academy Awards, yeah. including uh. Best Picture. Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Yep. <clears throat> and he was a crook. His All name right. was Lagerman. Ah. Lagerman. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I know that guy. <laughs> He's a crook. I uh, thought for sure y'all would get that. No. I'm not, Can't I'm, believe not it. I'm not good on movie trivia. No, I'm like terrible. Ah. Uh, yeah. Better on music. Better on music. No, I'm not no, any better no, on music either. No, yeah. they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> yep. I figured Gary would call in today. Seeing how we played the Dolphins. You, know, you, 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 did, you did pretty good on, on, on Gopher trivia, though. Uh, yeah, fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Chris did good on that. Good. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I didn't you know? do good. I didn't well, do good. let's face it. I mean, you know, when you think Kirk, you think Gopher trivia. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> okay, here's a story for the Utes. Okay. You know, we have to tell we have to tell stories for the Utes now. What's a so Utes? The two youths. A kid. I know. A kid. What a is a youth? <laughs> Go My ahead, Top Gun. Benny. One of the great anyway, lines ever in a movie. Ever. <laughs> what is anyway, a Anyway, these two bonds and a brunette get on this elevator to go to the top of this high rise. It gets about halfway and it shuts down. Elevator stops. One of the blondes hollers, help. A few minutes later, the other blonde, help. This goes on for about 10 minutes. And nothing's happening. And the brunette says, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is not going to work. So I'm going to count to three, and y'all yell, yell together. That way it'll be louder, and maybe somebody will hear us. She goes, one, two, three. And the blondes go, together, together. <laughs> LTS, baby! <laughs> I liked it because it was clean. Yeah, that's yeah, right. right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. he's definitely having to dig. Yeah. We uh, kind of yeah. put some restrictions on top. Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's bring up Chip this yeah. morning. <laughs> morning, Chip. Chip. What's happening, gentlemen? What's Chip. up, buddy? Hey, Chip. So, uh, Chip, question for you. Did yeah. uh, did you happen to see the... The most beautiful girl in the world. No. Oh, The uh, video that uh, kind of went viral from the Tukonks fishing brand <laughs> down around the Keys from a guy by the name of Captain oh, yeah. Chris that was taking sure some clients out on a boat fishing and proceeded to uh, verbalize <laughs> a little mind. displeasure. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I saw it. <laughs> so so explain oh, kevin okay. you guys you and chip explain to people right. what happened so um and and, and by the way two conks has their own fishing show too by the way right yeah yeah they're 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 legit, legit. how many they're boats legit. now they're down to one conk yeah <laughs> um, they got, they got uh, 30 boats maybe they got yeah. a ton of boats. across the state yeah. yeah i mean there's a two conk charters out of st augustine okay you know and they're all yellow fins it's, nice uh, boats um, yeah, pretty big brand. Great, great website. Um, but but anyway, um, and this is this has happened to me before, and this is probably one of the scariest things uh, as as a charter captain that can happen to you, honestly, because everything's fine, you know. But so what happened was is that is that this Captain Chris was in the back of the boat. They had sound like they had a mahi on. He was with a father, mother, and two kids, and he went to the back of the boat to either help one of the kids or had a fish on. Well, I guess father slipped behind 
the, the, the console the, and, and, and got between the console and the helm, and a wave hit, and he fell onto the throttles. Oh, boy. Okay, so now you you go from basically— Did he intentionally touch the throttle? Or no, 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 oh, no, no, no. He fell, he fell the, the, the guy that did happen to me, he fell yeah, on him. he okay? fell. Yeah, yeah, this and, guy did, too. And, and, and by the way, Chip will back me up on this. These these throttles now, you 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 go one inch in gear. Sense, it's three thousand RPMs. Moving. Yeah, uh, these yeah. are flyby steering. This is not the old cable. This is electronic. Yeah, you know, yep. and and so anyway, it threw him over the transom into the splash well. The Oof. captain. Oof. All right, so he's he's literally fighting for his life. Yes. Okay, because yeah. these people don't have a clue what's going on. Yeah. So he has to fight his way over the transom, get to the wheel. And, and and take it out of gear and proceeds to lose his mind. Oh, okay. he lost and, his and, mind. And, yeah. and, and, yeah. and by, by the way. And the video uh, that's I, out there is, right. starts at that point yeah, kind it does. of when yeah. he it, loses it, his it, mind. It, it, it does. And it doesn't I, start I think, with I think all the events. No, I think it's the guy that fell. I think he's the one that has his phone. Well, anyway, it, yeah. it, it, it's, it's neither here nor there. But, um, you know <laughs> – I am not taking up for him, but I do understand it. And, and and Chip will back me up on this. You fish ten or fifteen days in a row, all right. You're you're kind of in a groove, but you, you know you you do get a little tense, mm-hmm. all right. I mean, you do. And when this happened, and the guy almost got thrown out of the boat, I mean, he he he's mad. And and I've been. Really, really, really upset. I've never ever done that before. I wish the kids hadn't been on the boat. That yeah. was that was you the know, tough the part. You know, I yeah, mean, yeah, seeing but, the kids. But, totally but, but but the funny thing is, is what when you watch the owner mm-hmm. uh, with with the rebuttal of, of what happened, and he talks about they he calmed down. Yeah, they went fishing. They yeah. caught fish. He went back and cleaned the fish for him. He ended up getting fired. You know, but um, I, I I do totally sympathize with the captain. I yeah. do. I mean, I, I like I said, I wish the kids hadn't been on the boat. But I can understand. I mean, you know, the, the the you guys know I've told this story a million times. The only time that I've really have said something to people is when the guy smashed a beer can on on my deck. Oh and, and then my gra- word! And then and then ground it in. Not not just smashed it. And I lost. I did. I lost it. I, I what the f are you doing? You know. I mean, and they. I mean, I, I was. By the way, the boat was only two days old. Oh. It had a giant oh, scratch. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that was that wow. was that's the only time that, oh. that I was I was this close to going in, this close. Mm. But I calmed down. There was no word spoken for about forty five minutes. Mm. <laughs> well, as a charter captain, you run into a whole bunch of yeah, situations. I mean, You've just got to yes. have patience, right. hold your tongue, and have a nice way of addressing yeah. a bad situation. I, I got See, the impression though that the the guy that bumped the throttles may have said something. That didn't help the situation. Oh, I, I, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like right at the very beginning off. of the video. The, yeah, because the, yeah. the captain is saying, "Look, I yeah. I know what I'm doing. Don't tell me yeah. something like that." Yeah, I that. do this right. every day. Right. Yes. With a couple of extra words in there. Too. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, "All right." And then at that point, you're like, "All right, just stop." Yeah. And then, and then the kids, and then you're like, "You really need to stop." And then yeah. it kind of keeps going. Right. But uh, yeah, crazy. Mm. Anyway. But I kind yeah. of feel, you yeah. know, in a way, I kind of feel bad for this captain because totally get it. I mean, that's a scary situation oh. that oh, he was yeah. thrown into, literally thrown into. Yeah. And so it's a knee-jerk reaction to freak out like oh. that. But if this guy 
would not have filmed this with his phone, I don't think he would have been fired. Oh, I totally agree with that. I, yeah, I, social, I think social it was, media got him. Yeah, yep. social media totally cooked his goose, yep. man. And I, I have, I haven't seen it, but it sounds like the guest, the chart, the one, not the guide. When he came up over the back, he must have said something. Mm. You know, like something. Grab the throttles, or you know, I mean, yeah, something, something that teed off that guide, right. you know, like. <laughs> didn't a, didn't wasn't sorry for it or something right? You know, like he bumped into it. Like, right. I yeah. slipped, dude. Yeah, I slipped, dude. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Agreed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, anyway. it wasn't pretty. Mm. Anyway, how are you things know chip with you? Chip's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> pretty chunky. <laughs> um, no, I'm out today. It's beautiful out here right now. We're uh, doing a little bull red. We we're one for one on bulls. But, nice. And got a got a big uh got a big bluefish but um yeah it's, it was a weird week for tarpon i know I it was wasn't it yeah you know we uh, were all but, jacked up about this northeast wind chip and it really i mean now, now look there there's huge knots of mullet um the last two days out of st augustine but very few fish yeah they're they're around but i don't think they quite got on it yet i mean there's there's tarpon all the way downtown now. There's tarpon all the way up where Jeff used to live. Um, there's, you know, they're they're pushed up in the river, and, you know, they've just spread out a little bit. I'm waiting for that mullet run to happen to really focus them back in. So, you know, but uh, when I saw that big knot of mullet yesterday and threw the net and loaded it with those big 10, 12 inches, I was like, game on. Yeah, me like too. Said, to you, Kevin. Me too. And then the I was the same totally thing. Disappointed. Yep. So, and, and I mean, I fished for four hours for one bite, and, and, and we missed that fish. You know that 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 was it. So it's you know it is what it is, but I mean everything's starting to make that change now, which is good. I think you know, and the bull reds are starting to push back in pretty good. So and yesterday at low tide, we should be able to find some today. There's a lot of redfish cruising the banks again, um, big schools. So that's going to be. You know, fun to target this afternoon. Absolutely, as well. but um, you know, it, it, you and, know so and, and and the 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 redfish reports since June have been fantastic, which just blows yeah. me away. That through this heat of the summer, you know, I mean, you, you know, you you just think about your inshore fishing being fall, not not Jeff's old stomping grounds because that was always a summertime spot, but you know, in the intercoastal and stuff, Chip. I mean, that that water's ninety degrees, but the the, yeah. the red fishing's been very good this summer. Yeah, it's eighty six seven this morning wow. in, in the ditch. It's still warm, Ooh, it's but warm. Uh, you know we just need one big push of something to get a good tide through here to cool it down a little bit. Yep. But the backwater redfish, Kevin, yeah, is on fire. I know. You got a skinny boat. I you know. And I've, then got, I've got a, I've got a neighbor, young neighbor's name's Travis, and he sent me pictures. Like they they got out of the boat and were wading Waiting. in the creeks, and man, they they yeah. had a heck, and they lost a big snook. Uh, all on artificials. Wow. I mean, they they had they had a heck of a time. So that does that, yeah, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me at all. You know, I mean, nah. the backwater nah. creeks that is a wintertime spot. But yeah, yeah maybe but we'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no question. We'll take it for sure. Yep. Yep. Well, we'll good luck, buddy. All right, guys. Have a great day. Yep. You too, Chris. Right. Thank you, Chip. All right, uh, let's take a break. And uh, when we come back, there was a theft that we need to talk about. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some information from uh, Mr. Gene Burkhalter about a theft, and we want to make sure we share this information so that we can put out an APB for the item that was stolen. And it's hard to, it's going to be very hard to hide. We'll talk about that and more right after this, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And uh, hey, look, if you've got a piece of waterfront heaven and need a bulkhead, oh, yeah. dock, boathouse, need uh, service on the boat lift, I mean, whatever you need. It did, remember those docks that they built through the swamps and stuff? Yeah, they do it all, I man. I mean, that's yeah. CNH awesome Marine Construction. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting them lined up. I'm working with Cody. And putting in a dock for us, bulkhead. Nice. Maybe doing some uh, nature walk. Yeah, Yeah, like they've done in the swamps before. Yeah. Um, They're doing a a backyard, river, front, lot landscaping for for Brother James' guy that he he knows. And so, I mean, they do great work, man. Yeah, they do. Great work. All right, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Bob this morning. He needs a suggestion for a scope. Mm. Morning, Bob. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Morning. How you doing, man? Good. Go Jags tonight. Yes, indeed. Hey, um, yeah, I've heard you talking about your Ruger 1022. I've got one, and uh, it's in really good shape. And I don't have a scope on it, and I'm going down to Project Appleseed uh, September 9th and 10th in Leesburg. Um, and I'll be shooting for two days down there with it, and I want to put a scope on it. It's called Project uh, what? Appleseed. Okay, what is, I mean, Johnny Appleseed, is that kind of the thing on that? Exactly, and it's about teaching um, uh, people how to shoot, uh, you know, uh, that's a lost art uh, with rifles. So is this like and, spreading uh, the seeds of, uh, you know, guns and shooting and all that a- kind of thing? Absolutely, absolutely. It's 75 bucks for the weekend. Like oh, wow. For, like eight hours, for eight hours. So, Very cool. Uh, yeah, on Saturday and Sunday. And uh, just look it up, Project Appleseed, and they talk about the Constitution and, you know, Second Amendment and stuff like that. So it's all about uh, gun education, and it's all volunteers. There's marksmen that come in, you know, uh, and, and help uh, with the kids and stuff like that. So it's 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 a really good thing. I'm going uh, also uh, December 9th and 10th. So the closest one to me, I'm, I'm on a farm out here in Welburn, Florida. I've got 20 acres with... Mm-hmm. Uh, Cattle, sheep, chickens, turkeys, goats. Do you um, do you know um, a lady out there by the name of Doris Watson? No, I don't. I don't know. My, no. That's my cousin. She lives in Wellborn. I just figured. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a pretty small place. So. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's a. Yeah. Uh, it's a. It's a very nice. I mean, it's you know you can see, you you can see the horizon to the east and the right. west from our farm out here. Fantastic. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, but I'm hunting for a suggestion for um, a, a scope. You know, it's not like a Remington rifle or anything like it. It's just a smaller gun. You know, so um, what do you guys suggest uh, for a scope for a uh, Ruger 1022? You know, my neighbor was talking to me too. He says you need to look into a Henry um, uh, 1022 Magnum, and I was like, I was going to get online and take a look at that too. You nah, know, you, you shoot, yeah. I mean, I mean, as far as like buying a gun. Like a Henry? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. No, I'm just right. telling you, if you, if you want a, a like a super affordable 22 Magnum, uh, like I was mm-hmm. talking about earlier, the CZ makes a great product. 
Uh, that 457 American, they make that also in a 22 Magnum. And, right. uh, you know, that's made to have a scope mounted on it because it doesn't have the forward little sight right. on it and everything. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's what I have, mm-hmm. and I yep. love it. Absolutely love it. DZ 457 American Magnum. Yep, 22 okay. Mag. As yep. far as the okay. scope goes, I don't think you need to spend a bunch of money no. for, for that. No. You know, and, no, no. Yeah, Tasco and Bushnell and, you know, just some of those regular ones. I don't think you need to have anything crazy. Yeah, it's not going to have a lot of recoil you got to make sure, though, that you buy one that's a rimfire scope. Yeah. Yep. Okay, it has to say rim that. Rimfire scope. Because okay. the, the parallax on rifle scopes are generally at like 100 yards. Uh-huh. And so uh, when you shoot short range, it's it it won't ever be accurate when you could because a mm-hmm. twenty two you're shooting anywhere between you know twenty and fifty yards for the most part, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and Parker taught me all this and I'm probably screwing up part of it, but the general <laughs> idea yeah. I have, yeah. and you mm-hmm. you need to buy a, a specific rimfire scope, okay, mm-hmm. for the twenty two. Okay. Do not like say hey it's my buddy's got one left over that he's not using. It's three by nine before you know, you throw I know. That I'm, on there. I'm getting that from I'm getting that from the neighbors. Well, I got a couple extra. Scope, yeah, and it extra doesn't scope, work. So you got to have a rimfire. Rimfire scope. Let me call Jeff and Ke- Captain Kevin and mm-hmm. these guys. I listen to them every Saturday. So yeah, and um, you know, like okay. you, if you want to spend a bunch of money, you know, or, you know, a little bit higher, you, you go loophole. You know, if you want to okay. not, then ta- Tosco, Tasco, however you want to call it, Redfield. I mean, all yeah. those make rimfire scopes that are that are good. You know. Okay. Okay. And yeah, I and I will I will say uh, for that Ruger ten twenty two, you know. It's not a big gun, so you don't want to put a big scope on it. Otherwise, it kind of looks that's funny. What, that's why I was calling you guys. Yep. It's not a not a Remington, or you know, it's not a deer rifle, right? <laughs> yeah, shorter, and so you can those, you can those find are like one a, of those four X that we have on loopholes that we have on our um, on our on shoots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we have we have the variable adjustment on those, right? You know, and I actually ch- I swapped that one out. And oh, you I, did? Yeah, I put. And if you want to get crazy, Bob, they actually make. I think it's. Um, I can't remember. Uh, I'd have to ask Parker, but he ended up telling me about the scope, and I bought it. And it's a 22 rimfire scope, and it literally has the subsequent crosshairs, so that you can shoot it at 100, 100, yeah. 150, 200 yards without even touching the dial. Wow. So it yeah. has subsequent crosshairs. Like if you wanted to practice a lot of shooting and do longer range shooting with a with a regular 22 you can do that with some of these and that, that's what this project apple seed they'll go out to 200 yards right and so they have 200 yards yeah they yeah. have scopes that are ballistically tuned that have the subsequent crosshairs for shooting long range yeah and that's what their their focus is is uh to get you to go distances too so i mean it's all it's in their brochure it's pretty interesting so, yeah um so uh, so a twenty-two rimfire um, crosshairs, huh? Yeah, just just search twenty-two rimfire, and I'll see if I can find it. So just kind of okay. keep listening. I'll maybe, maybe the next break or something. I'll get some time and see if All I right, can no find problem. it and, uh, and right. tell you what it is, what what brand okay. name it is. That'd be great. I don't tune out till uh, ten o'clock. So. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Thank thanks, you for the info. Thanks, guys. Bob. Bye. Yep. All right. Let's go talk to uh, Papa G. Morning, Papa G. Papa G. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? Good. Hey, first and foremost, happy 13th birthday to Taylor. Yes, right. indeed. Absolutely. Absolutely amazing, man. I uh, I would like to get out there and, uh, and give her a uh, a birthday card over at Andrew Subs and uh, just tell her that the listeners love her. That would be great. <laughs> you got that it. That would be great. Hey, listen, I got a question about an old 3030 Winchester that I got. Mm-hmm. 
uh, my granddaddy passed it on to my daddy. My daddy gave it to me and I gave it to my son. I'm just trying to figure out how I can find the model number on that. I, I don't know. I don't have any paperwork or anything like it's, that, it's, but is there anywhere on that? Yeah. Gun? Yeah. It should be on the barrel. Should. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we'll it's look probably, at that. Right? I mean, it's probably a model 94. Is it lever action? It lever action. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's like it's the old. A, yep. It's kind of like the old rifleman thirty thirty, you know. Yeah, I mean, Jeff, is was it or is it the thirty thirty for years and years and years and years the most popular gun in America? Oh, it killed more deer than anything. Yeah, 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 yeah by yeah. far. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, my son's got it in cold storage, and uh, and it might be worth something, but I'm just going to keep it in the family, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and to be honest with you, I don't think they're worth that much. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I, I have no idea how old my thirty thirty is, but uh, you know. It's worth more to you than it is to somebody else. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sure he'll probably pass it on to his his, his son. You know? So, yeah, sure. Uh, jealous, man. We got a big game tonight, and uh, my son is third-generation uh, season ticket holder, and uh, I'm looking forward to the season, man. It's going to be a great season. Yeah, me too. Uh, looking forward to watching the starters play for a little bit. And, you know, fingers crossed everybody stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So y'all didn't call my mama to get me in trouble, but uh, you kind of kept me in the reins to keep the jokes honest. So I've got an honest blonde joke. No, no jokes. We're cut, no jokes? No jokes. We're, we're, we're good. We're joked out for today. We're, we're doing one joke <laughs> yeah, allowed, right. and it's only Top Gun. That's right. <laughs> well, when I grow up, I want to be just like Top Gun. I know. We all do. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. Maybe maybe I'll share that one at the uh, at the Christmas party. There you go. That'll be that'll, good. Babe, that'll be perfect. Absolutely. Thank you, Papa right, G. Thanks, Enjoy buddy. your day. Yes, sir. You right. too. So, uh, so this week I, I got to share my story. Me yeah. and um, I guess it was Monday, and uh, haven't had to kayak out in a while, so we we're like, all right, let's go. And we looked at the tide, and we were going to go uh, to this one particular spot where we we thought we might have a chance for tarpon. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're thinking, all right, inshore, you know, redfish, trout, and then have a chance at a tarpon. Perfect. And the tide, the high tide was like right at 2 o'clock. So, I mean, we were going to be launching, you know, right in the scorching part of the day. But oh, the good boy. thing is Monday didn't have any chance of rain. You know, mm-hmm. where normally you're getting chased out by the thunderstorm. So, we're like, all right, you know, minimum chance of that. And we launch and uh, and uh, started fishing. As soon as we launched, ladyfish and trout were just, you know, busting shrimp. I mean, right there by the launch. Oh, yeah. And it was like, all right, man, stretch the rot, you know, get yeah, all yeah. tuned in and and all that and uh and then we started working our way you know down the creek and and as we get a little farther we uh we I think Dylan picked up a redfish and uh still more ladyfish around you know and oh, an artificials like, I assume yeah okay and I was thinking with the ladyfish are here mm-hmm. the tarpon are going to be here right I mean mm-hmm. yeah. does does do, do a tarpon prefer anything above a ladyfish um yeah what I mean, mullet, pogies, mullet? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but they love ladyfish. Yeah, they right? do. I mean, love ladyfish. Yeah, I've I've never you ever caught a tarpon off a ladyfish. Never. Yeah, on chunked ladyfish. Chunk ladyfish. Chunk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've so never. I'm, I'm thinking. All right, there's going to yeah. be some around. Yeah. So we kept on fishing. We kept on going and kept on going. It's a pretty good poke, you know, in a kayak, you know, and and Dylan's got that that Minkota mm-hmm. GPS enabled <laughs> old town. Yeah, thingy. my kind of kayak. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I got, you know, I got the pedal version at least mm-hmm. for a couple more months, you know, before I get the, the EPDL. And so I'm, 
pedaling, pedaling, get to finally, you know, and it's pretty easy because I'm you know, tied is at my back, right. you know, we're, and we're just kind of making it easy. And we get to the end where the tarpon are usually at and they're not there. I, mm. Now I got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a tide turning with you or not? Or no. You, no. So, no. so one, one thing that you will, you'll always find, um, about tarpon and creeks is it, it, it doesn't happen every year. Mm-mm. Um, Ed Malin and I, um, for a whole summer, we fished on the, uh, it would have been the north side of Pine Island and we would fish the outgoing tide for reds, trout, flounder. But when that tide started coming in at, at Pine Island, there were hundreds of tarpon. And, 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 and they, they, we would go in there when it would be two feet of water and you could see them coming in there. And it was the most epic summer of tarpon fishing I've ever seen because we would catch a big mullet at low tide, you know, and, and then we would just put them out on a cork. Um, but that was the one summer that, that they were in there like right. that. You know what I mean? It's, it, and, and then I have found them, you know, in Cabbage Creek and, 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 and then one summer they're there and they're not. So it, it's got to be a spawning thing. I, yeah. don't, I don't know. But what you found last year was special. Oh, it was um, unbelievable. Yeah. And so now, you know, because I had the tide and the wind yeah. a little bit at my back, and now I'm like, all right, got to go back into the wind, back into the tide. Well, Dylan had turned around uh, a while back, and so he's, he was going back to a spot where we had caught, you know, the inshore species and, and also had a, you know, we had a chance for tarpon there before. And so I'm trying to catch up with him, you know. I'm trying to catch up, trying to catch up, and, you know, and then he's still going, and he's <laughs> like, Finally, I caught I caught up to him. Like, dude, yeah, <sighs> yeah, you know, his battery was still good. Yeah, right. And he's like, he's like, what's wrong, Dad? Yeah, you're uh, sweating. Like, no, I, I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, you know. And uh, and I said, hey, you mind if I hold on to your kayak for a little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there going, man, if I had that EPDL right now, mm-hmm. yeah, I would be golden. Yeah, I would be really golden. So, so what's the difference? Well, the EPDL is it's like an electric bike. Oh, okay. So you pedal, and then it's you have assisted. A, you have yeah. a, an electric assist off of a thirty-six volt battery gotcha. that's only the size of a small lunchbox. Huh? And it helps you pedal, and you have five speeds to choose from. And so, just like an electric bike, mm-hmm. you start to pedal, and then the electric part engages, and then there you go. Yeah. Is it? Is it something that you have to charge? Yeah, you charge the thirty-six volt battery just okay. like you would. So, but a, so pedaling and stuff doesn't charge it. No. Okay. All right. No, so I actually you, thought maybe that would be the case, but right. that's not the okay. case. Right. Maybe in the future they'll, they'll yeah. have that I, because I'm some sure, bikes yeah. I think have that ability. But I was sitting there going, "Man, would it be nice to have the EPDL right now?" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, going against <laughs> all that. Yeah, and I was. You know, but anyway, uh, he gave me a little bit of a break and towed me for a while and. And then we got back and loaded everything up, and then we went to Angie's for dinner. Ooh, that <laughs> yep, there you that. go. Yep, you got your exercise. But anyway, yep. got got some Mark, exercise. Mark your, Mark your yep, carbs. Yep, yep. And uh, and by the way, uh, before we take a break, Bob, it the uh, the rifle scope that uh, that I was talking about a little bit ago. If you search Hawk Vantage, Hawk is H A W K E Vantage Rimfire Rifle Scope. It has the uh, the adjustable objective. It's got the subsequent uh, crosshairs. That's a really good scope for long range shooting with a twenty two, and that's what I have on mine. So check it out. Uh, Dan needs binocular suggestion. Chris, can we pull up Dan here real quick while we're talking optics? And uh, might as well knock it out. 
Uh, hey, Dan, good morning. Morning, Jeff. Morning. Hey, listen, first of all, I just want to thank you guys. I've learned, first-time caller, um, I've learned so much from you and your listeners over the years. Well, you're welcome, Appreciate Dan. The show greatly. You guys, you guys do a great job. Thanks, thank buddy. Happy to help. Yeah, so I just, so I've, uh, I, I've had Swarovski binoculars for a very long time, and uh, long story, but I, I got them uh, taken away from me or lost um, it, it, through the airlines, and uh, so I need a, I need a pair of good all-around binoculars. I'm mostly deer hunting, but I also go out west and elk hunt from time to time. So, and uh, and I, you know, I know binoculars have come a long way since I bought the last pair. And uh, so, what I'm looking for is a recommendation for a good all-around pair of binoculars. What, you know, what would you recommend? Uh, how much money you want to spend? <laughs> well, I'd like, you know, I, I want to spend enough to get a good pair, but I don't want to waste the money. So, uh, you know, I'm looking for something I guess kind of in between. Um, I don't know if there's really. I'm, Go ahead, Dave. Well, I, it, may, it may this may be obvious, but you're going to get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's the big thing. Um, I okay. will tell you, I used to buy, you know, seventy-five to three hundred dollar binocular, seventy-five to three hundred dollar binoculars, and thought they were fantastic and worked great. And then I got an opportunity to get a pair of Leicas for free. That's actually. what that's what I was going to suggest. And they were like two thousand dollar, twenty five thousand dollar. Well, mm-hmm. these were just basic ten by twenty fives. Night and day, unbelievable difference. Okay. And I will tell you that um unfortunately I got my truck broke into and that was the first thing they took. They took that and yes. some other Damn. stuff. And claimed insurance. Insurance cut me a check and I could have bought another pair of Three hundred dollars, three hundred to five hundred, whatever. I bought another pair. Wow! Because it made a, it's that big of a difference to me, especially lower yeah, light. And and, and, and and when you're talking about going out west and elk hunting and stuff, I mean that's a lot different than than what what I do. Yeah. You know, I mean my my longest shot, Jeff, is two hundred yards. Period. Yeah. You know, I mean, but when you're talking about going out west, I mean you you gotta I, have I something like, a little different than what I have. I'm a, I mean, I like I know a lot of people like the eight power binoculars. I like the ten. Um. Yeah. Um, just because I don't care. I mean, the reason you have binoculars is look at long distance. I mean, right. you know, I nine or ten. Yeah. 10, so I'm 25. a big fan, Dan, of the ten power binoculars. Uh, obviously, you had a pair of Shrovskis. You know what they can do? They're unbelievable. I mean, they're the cream of the crop. But uh, I would also put Leicas, what Dave is talking about, right up there. And I'm a big fan. If you're out west hunting and uh, you need a rangefinder, they have a Leica GeoVid R, which is a built-in rangefinder. That's a tremendous set of binoculars, and uh, and I have the older version. They have newer versions now, and those are fourteen hundred ish. Yeah, you know, uh, which are not cheap. Okay, but uh, you know, you, like Dave said, you get what you pay for, and, uh, and having that built-in rangefinder is a nice little nice little deal. So I got to prepare the wife for a big purchase. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. I mean, you know, Dan, you do you want to see the animals or do you want to save you know, your marriage? <laughs> uh, the, 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 the former oh, I'll, 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 I'll work it out she'll get used to it yeah <laughs> no the, the Leicas are great uh, great products and I have their little compact that I use on game day uh, that's my in the booth binoculars they're awesome Mm-hmm. And you ought to see the binoculars he uses to to look at the advertising sheets that he's got to read during the show every week. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Called cheaters. Yeah. All right, Dan. That means we got to go. Yep. Thank you, brother. Thanks. All right, Chris. Uh, start to music. Uh, we're going to take a break here on the <laughs> Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter.
Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Nimnik Chevrolet. And now it's time for a Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Mm-hmm. Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store has the youngest, most dependable fleet in the industry. Go to ringpower.com to learn more and see how they can help your job site and business and it, whatever else you got going I, on. I know that uh, I'm getting ready to get in trouble with Dave here um, because, generally speaking, uh, I, I love to shoot my bow. Um, you know, obviously, about 90% of what I do is bow hunt. I love to bow hunt. And I um, I just started shooting this week. You know, it's been so damn hot. Yeah. I mean, to get in the backyard, it, 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 even even at 6 p.m. or something, it's it's blazing, you know. But we had some days this week where it blew northeast and and uh, broke out the bow and 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 uh, forgot how much I missed it. You yeah, know, yeah. I usually, like I said, usually I try to shoot all summer. You know, I, I take springtime off, turkey season and stuff. But but then I kind of get back into it in June, July. Here it is, two weeks before season. Boy, that's changed so much. I mean, back in the day. Before the technology got where it is, you really need to be shooting, 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 shooting all summer. These nude bows, you basically need to get your muscles used that's, to it that's more the truth. Than, than your bow. I, I yeah. mean, uh, I had Rick Stinson at, at Strike Zone uh, tune it last year, and um, Jeff, I, I literally the the first the first, my first ten arrows, I put it at twenty yards. You know, mm-hmm. you want to start in there short, it perfect. I mean, it was just you know, it's 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 amazing. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, and 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 my bow's not. My bow's probably six or seven years old, at yeah. least. Oh, but, mine's older than that. Yeah. It. Well. Yeah. yeah and you're in a, you're in a different situation though because of your your length. Yeah. You know what I mean. I mean, it, it, for 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 most of us, it's a you know twenty nine inch uh, mm-hmm. draw. You know, and for Jeff, you you're drawing thirty four inches. Or I don't. So? I don't know what I'm really don't know what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's. I it's can a, tell you this. It's I, a long ways. I got no interest in changing bows and getting a new one. No, yeah. no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. You know, I'm, first off, I'm a thirty yard and in guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's Me uh, too. that's 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 just what I what I feel comfortable with, and, and and that's where I practice. I have a single pin, and you know, at at ten to fifteen yards, you can it's dead center of the deer. Yeah. At thirty yards, it's right on a little bit up. up Right on the Some, top of the shoulder, and that's all you got to do. Somebody will call in and, and argue the point, but and like you and I are shooting, 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 we can hit bullseyes at forty and fifty. I still don't shoot over thirty. Yeah. There's just too much that goes wrong yeah. after yeah. thirty. I, I didn't uh, bow hunt for a number of years until last year because of different shoulder surgeries. Yeah, and I said uh, last year when I took the bow mm-hmm. out, I said, all right, you know, so I practiced, you know, a few times here and there, and. And I said, all right, I'm going to take it out. But then you stuck yourself in the ledge. It's got to be uh, 25 <laughs> yards and in. Yeah, absolutely. And so when I got to the two stands that I hunted, I ranged 25 yards. And I said, all right, something comes. It. It's got to be somewhere right in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? just and, too much happens. I mean, they drop. There's just all kinds of stuff that yeah. goes on. And so, I mean, you probably have to. I've shot deer at 45 yards. Yes, I have. But over time and over experience, I've learned you're going to booger them up more right, than you absolutely. are going to make a dead kill. Yeah, I, yeah, well, yeah. The, whole, the whole purpose of the Ring Power Tip of the Week is that, look, uh, if you're going to be bow hunting, get, get your bow checked out from a safety standpoint, mm-hmm. also just from a good shooting standpoint, and Rick at Strike Zone does a great job. It's Fantastic job. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, and that's, uh, you know, to add to that, I didn't think anything was wrong with my bow. Right. Just take it in, let Rick look over it. He goes, man, I'm glad you brought it in. And my string was wearing, I didn't even know it. Well, right. that's, the see, wheel. that's why Rick gets paid for yeah, it and you and, don't. And, and by the way, <laughs> I, I I took a hit to him uh, last year, 
and um, um, I had a crack, and and my and I didn't see it. Yeah, and and uh, we we sent it back to Botech, and they they replaced everything, mm. everything. It was wow. great customer service, but I I would have never seen that 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 crack in 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 my bow, but he did. He found it. All right. So uh, earlier this week, we got contacted on our Facebook page from uh, Mr. Gene Burkholt Halter, and mentioned this early in the show, and, and was a little remiss, lost track of of time and thought processes, and so now we're going back to this because I kind of teased it but never explained it. And Rick Conter, Gene contacted us about this Jaguar. And so you, I don't know if you guys remember, and, and I don't know the exact kind of history of this, but they made a bunch of these Jaguars that were around the city, and it was used to raise money, I think, for different charities. Yeah, they were like painted different, different ways, motifs right? And, yeah. Yeah. And, and very similar to the statue out in front of Everbank Stadium. Yeah, and, and 1010XL you know, has one of their own. Okay, where is that? It's like like about 25 feet in front of you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's right outside this building. Right outside the building. And yep. so uh, Gene had, I guess, bought this Jaguar back at an Otis Smith Foundation charity event and had it there um, around Clapboard Creek area. Well, somebody decided to steal it. <laughs> and I mean, really? this thing's like 12 I, feet long. I, I, I know. <laughs> I mean, so, somebody's got out of heavy. S- yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not a one dude job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like somebody no, was walking down the road and said, "Hey, you know that looks cool, man. I'm a yeah. little yard art. I'm gonna tote that to my place and yeah, throw it on not, your back." You're not throwing it over no, your shoulder. No. no. Yeah. I wonder if somebody's uh, using it for a bow target. I mean, we're talking <laughs> like a three D nice fiberglass. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. like I mean, they got, they got like huge bolts that hold these things down. I mean, they're. You'd yeah, have to I'm, cut I'm out thinking. an area and insert some. Yeah, 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 yeah. Foam, you know, the, the foam. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we're trying to help Gene out. And look, I mean, you know, that that, that sucks. I mean, come on. It I ain't mean, cool. whoever did that. I mean, it ain't cool. come on, man. It's, I mean, what are you doing? And so, if, if anybody, and we posted a picture of this Jaguar up on our Facebook page that Gene sent to us. And if anybody knows where this is, what happened to this. This needs to be returned to its home, which is uh, the it guards the end of Clapboard Creek. Okay, and so uh, we posted Gene's uh, contact information. So if anybody knows the whereabouts or might have some information, contact Gene at the number that's posted on our Facebook page. It kind of stands out a little. It's yeah. got a like a dorsal fin kind of yeah. thing on the Jaguar, yeah. right? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Kind of looks like a Jaguar it's from the sea. kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Kind of got fish colors, you know, a blue back. Yeah. All right, to change the subject. Yeah. We got a really cool invite this week. The Outdoor Show did. We did? Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to be doing a live remote at World Golf Village on March the 2nd. Oh, March. Uh-huh. March the 2nd. We're booking, I know we we're planned booking this. out and, and, and I, want, I want to know if, it, if, if, if you guys have ever been. Yeah, yeah. We, we're, we've already promoted November, okay? <laughs> That's so true. We, yeah. Uh, uh, next November, is, uh, 2024 is, and this five. Is, this is from Mr. Von Cochran at Black Fly. Okay. And it, it's the Florida Antique Tackle Collector Show. Sweet. Oh, neat. I know. It. How I'm cool excited. Is that? Yes. Watch the calendar, Dave. Come <laughs> yeah. down. Won't that be fun? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love mean, I, I, when, I got that, when I got that invite, I was like, hell yeah, we'll be there. That would oh, be, man. That would yeah. be fun. As a matter of fact, and I've always wanted to do this. I've told you guys, I have an old bamboo rod mm-hmm. that 
my uncle gave gave me, and he he got it from his dad. It's I have no idea. It's it's a six piece. Yeah, you know, you you, you take it apart. Six piece bamboo rod. Yeah, and it has that's it, cool. It has little um, notches in it for what number to put them together. To put them yeah. together. Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 dude. It is. It's remarkable. I mean, I have it in my safe in, in, a, in a leather case. I'm dying. Oh, that's to, a I'm one. dying to know what value value of that yeah, that rod is. Yeah. Let me ask y'all this. I've never seen one. Uh, another one. I was at a yard sale somewhere way back. It's been 15, 20 years ago, and I bought a fishing rod, and it is steel, square steel. <laughs> huh? Uh, yeah, and it's it's a little heavy. Yeah, of course, but. <laughs> it's legit. I mean, it's like a legit, and it had one of those old, um, old reels on it too. Yep. So you mean the the rod itself was steel, like okay. non bendable steel? Right. Come on. It, and it's fle- I mean, it's flexy. Like I mean, it, yeah. Was it like, like a like gag it, joke or no? Something? No, I'm telling you, it's yeah. legit. It worked. I never used it. <laughs> right. Right. Do you it was still rusted. have it? I do. Well, you got to bring it. I'm, yeah, I'll bring yeah. it. I'm gonna take a picture and send it to y'all because oh, I've never man. seen anything yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, it's square. Yeah, and you got to bring that down to March second. Yeah. yeah, to see what the value of something like that. Oh, I, I love that kind of stuff. Oh, hell yeah! You know the and I, I remember. Do you have any old lures? My, my grandfather had a metal tackle box that uh, was given to me when he passed away years ago. Oh. And uh, and I still have it. He's, but you know, most of the lures in there. I'm sure there's some old ones in there, but they would. I mean. I don't know how old they are because a lot of them are those walleye, yeah. pike, yes. lures yes. Yeah, from the, the upper Midwest. Right. You know, I mean, my grandfather lived in Langdon, North Dakota, ten miles from the Canadian border. Wow. Okay, so I mean, whatever lures they used up there, that's what it was. But I just remember as a kid, you know, my dad and I told you guys this. My dad was not like a fisherman at mm-hmm. all, but we he had. We had bamboo poles mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I mean, that's the first thing I ever caught a fish on. Sure, of course. Was a bamboo rod. Yeah. And I, I wish I don't know what happened to those bamboo rods. I wish you still had them. Oh yeah, I've caught so many mullet off a yeah. of bamboo rod. Mm. I mean, I, I, we I mean, used to how wear many, them out. How many people? I mean, and, and obviously some of the newer generation today, their first rod wasn't a bamboo pole. No. But I mean, our, like our era, Kevin. Yeah. I mean that absolutely, Dave. I mean yeah. that kind of was the first kind of deal. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, I mean you know, you're, you're you're fishing a, a a creek that's three feet wide. It's all you need. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. You're not. You can't. You, you can't. Could ride, you could all cast all the way to the other side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was that was good stuff. But yeah, I am. I was really excited about that. I, I appreciate Vaughn uh, giving us a holler and and. Uh, that, that that will be fun. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yep. Uh, I'm excited about that. All right, let's take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Mr. Tim Carney. He wants to talk about a Daisy 22. I didn't even know Daisy made a 22, but we'll find out right after this on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. During the market for a Cadillac, only one place to go, Randy Marion Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. In the market for a pre-owned vehicle, that, the cool thing is if you if you have something that's in mind, they've, they've got other dealerships that they can pull from for a pre-owned vehicle. Go in there and tell them what you're looking for, and they'll find it the exact price, exact mileage that you need, whether it's a car or a truck, at Randy Marion Cadillac. All right, we are, we are packed and yeah. stacked. Oh, Lord, okay, Jeff Lagerman, Kevin Favor, Mr. Dave Edwards, Tall Times Consulting in-house. And uh, let's go to Tim Carty. He wants to talk about the Daisy 22. Good morning, Tim. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Morning, buddy. 
Morning, buddy. Hey, got a got a Daisy twenty two about I don't know thirty years ago. I've never seen another one. It's a model two two o two, and it's called the uh, Legacy, and uh, it's real light. It's about thirty four inches long. Got an octagon barrel. It it will the uh, stock will come out to be about thirty eight inches. It's adjustable stock for little kids. You know, huh. it's a sweet little gun, real light. And uh, it's got a ten shot clip. It's, huh. uh, yeah, I pulled action. up pictures of it. Um, uh, very interesting. It kind of looks like a. Um, gosh, I had a, a Savage, mm-hmm. a two fifty three thousand Savage. It looks like that yep. a little because well, it's got the wood and then the metal in the middle. And uh, the value they're putting at those things are anywhere between three hundred twenty five to four hundred twenty five dollars for those. You're kidding me. Yeah, That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's got the piece where you put the strap so the so your little kid can walk around. You know, with it on your shoulder. Like yeah. Oh you yeah. Yeah. Oh, sweet little gun. I've had it for I don't know my my youngest kid's thirty three. So, and they grew up. It's, you can put a scope on it. Um, like you say, it shoots uh, just uh, long rifle only. Uh, Twenty two long rifle hollow points, and yeah, we've killed a number of number of varmints. You know, armadillos in the yard here, right at the house. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I will tell you, you know, with those, some of these old older guns like that and uh, a lot of people are like hey, i want to put a scope on it and it's not pre-drilled for right. scopes don't ever do that to an older gun right you, you literally uh, decimate the value yes of a gun by doing that this one has the little grooves where the scope just mounts right on there yeah like a dovetail mount yep yeah yeah, yeah but mean, I, see, I, the reason i bring that up i made the mistake i have 253,000 savage which was one of the um, planes, long range mm-hmm. deer rifles. It was popular back in the day. And the reason it was called a 253,000, 250 was the caliber, 3,000 was feet per second, which was considered like earth shattering speed sure. back then. And I ended up drilling and tapping this gun that my grandfather gave me to put a scope on it. And that was stupid. Yeah. I mean, I ruined uh, the value I mean, of the I mean, gun. You know, when dad gave me the 3030, he says, Don't you put a scope on this. Yeah. You know, it's not tapped for it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, sir. This thing is so light, and it's uh, made by Rogers Arm, USA, um, Daisy Manufacturing. And, uh, you know, like you say, it's, it's everything a little kid could want. You know, six, seven years old, you put a strap on it. and uh, Very cool. It's, it's kind of like a Ruger, but, you know, it's all, some, you know, it's all plastic stock, thick plastic stock. And this one's made for a right-hand shooter because it's got the piece on the stock for your, for your chin, you know. Hmm. That's um, cool stuff. Interesting. Yeah. All right, Tim. All right, well, thank you, Tim. Tim up, yeah, we're stacked. And thanks for calling Antiques Roadshow. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right thank you, Tim. Yep. Uh, speaking of Antiques Show, let's talk to Ken this morning. Morning, Ken. Hey, guys. Good morning. How are y'all this morning? Good. 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 Very good. So I've always wanted to do one of these uh, antique shows because I've got some old stuff from my granddad. Like, I've got a – it's got to be at least – 60 some odd years old maybe even older and old mitchell garcia 300 uh open face sure i mean that is it that uh, i we, lose we, Ken? We, we lost him but uh my, my grandfather had the old too, mitchell. what's that those are metal yeah those are metal yeah yeah yep. all right uh let's uh let's go talk to uh tommy and get a shrimp report morning tommy good morning boys how are you good morning, how tommy. you doing Good, good, good. Uh, changed locations from Mandarin uh, down here uh, in Boswick and whatnot, and uh, working on that. But uh, my oldest son, Coop, so basically we got from Switzerland all the way down to North Palaka covered on the water. 
And I got to say, the shrimp are fairly, they're consistent. So if you were to shrimp from the Buckman Bridge and you were to shrimp in Palatka, the size of the shrimp are the exact same. And the amount you're catching per cast is about the same. Nighttime shrimping. Daytime shrimping in the, uh, in the deep channels is always iffy. It's hit and miss. You know what I mean? Yeah. But as far as baiting up and going out at night off the docks or, or whatever, you know, you're catching, uh, you're catching good shrimp. I mean, living down here on the water is one of the things you can go. I can go out and throw ten times on one piece of bait and catch shrimp for shrimp fried rice. You know, kind of just it's you know you don't have to fill up a cooler much anymore to is do what I'm doing. Better than shrimp fried rice. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course. Get, get the mixed vegetables, yes. frozen food thingy, and then yeah. you know. Just throw a, a boiled egg in there. Yeah, yeah put an egg, egg, egg in there yep, with, I agree with, with that. the shrimp and then do like ba- yep. basmati rice. I like the basmati. Yeah. I've definitely know. eaten worse. Man, yeah. that, that's good. Uh, that's it good is eat. good stuff. Fresh shrimp, too. Fresh oh, shrimp. yeah, yep. fresh shrimp. And then uh, on top of that. Uh, do you guys got to walk? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you can do it in a pan. Oh, you can do it in a pan. Yeah. I'm just kind of wondering, I mean, if you, why do people have a walk when you yeah. can do the same yeah. daggum thing yeah. in, a, in a cast because iron skillet? Because you, you, no, you feel more authentic. You got That's a paella all it pan. It's yeah, the you, same you, thing. You, a walk. You got to you say, got you got to yeah, say you that you, you cooked it a walk. Yeah. All right, buddy. You bet Chef Gordon's got a walk. Thank you for the report. Oh, yeah. All right. See you. Thank you, Tommy. All right. Let's go talk to. Somebody's got their own music. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. I believe he was in the debate this week. Yeah. Were you? How, how did you fare there, Lester? Lester? Did Lester fall asleep? <laughs> he might have. Lester, yeah. Lester fell asleep. Hold yeah. on. Let's just yeah. see how long Lester will just be asleep. Okay. <laughs> just leave him up. Let, let, let me simulate an alarm clock. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Eh, eh. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, Lester, are you there? There is a seven second delay, right? So we got to give him seven seconds. So we lost Ken. <laughs> no, it's like forty. <laughs> it's like a forty second oh. delay. So so oh. right about. Maybe he's calling back in. Now online. he's yeah. listening, going, "What? What? Yeah. What? Uh. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's him calling back. I got disconnected. Oh, well, hold he, on. He, he, oh. Never mind. That's Lester. Don't, don't yeah, that's Lester. Anyway, yeah. Do you guys have an old gun that's worth like something value wise? So money. So, and and I've told this story before. My, I know old my, Bessie my, ain't my, worth my, nothing. No hell no. But <laughs> years ago, this is this is so twelve thirteen years ago when I was working for Mossy Oak, mm-hmm. and I had twenty five staffers in the state of Florida. That was a church. Blah blah blah. Well, one of their uncles had passed away mm-hmm. and he, and he lived in Orlando. They went to his house and they found in the box, still in the plastic, a, a, a Browning 16 gauge. Ooh. Um, humpback. Yep. Humpback. Ooh. And nice. he called me. And it's real quick. Uh, yep. Explain to people what a humpback is. It's a shotgun that yeah. has a, it's, like it, a it's, it, it's called a sweet 16 and they don't make them. They, they quit making them years yeah. ago. But he had four cases of shotgun shells and this gun. Still, four cases? Four cases. Wow. Four cases of shotgun shells and this gun still in the original box. Mm. And I bought it. Kaching, how much? 1500 Oh, my God. You stole yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So. I, and how, could, how could you live with yourself? I, <laughs> well, I, I gave him cash, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but my, 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 I have never even put it together. I've never. Why put would it, you? I, it's, yeah. I, and and, I, and literally, I take it down like 
every six weeks yeah. and just open Wipe up the it bottom. down a little it bit, is, caress it. It is it. so beautiful. You can't imagine how beautiful this gun is. I mean, it's, 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 it's incredible. So mm. that's my only prize, except for my dad's thirty thirty, which is only worth money to me. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Which, which model was that? Winchester? Winchester? Yep. See, I got the Marlin 336C mm-hmm. for my dad when I was, you know, wanting a deer hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I eventually sold it. I should have shouldn't have done that, you know. <laughs> but I mean, it's just like, you know, I had another yeah. my own another gun, and and uh, and I sold it. I was like, but I mean, it wasn't like a collector's item. But I mean, right. I should have saved it just because my dad gave it to me. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, but uh, but made that mistake. But anyway, uh, and Lester's back on. So okay. let's let's yep. let's go ahead and. And have, see if Lester's paying attention this time. Lester, are you there? Yeah, man, guys, I'm sorry. Mm. I'm going to his phone. Mm, yeah. Oh, I no, think, wait a minute. Yeah. Now, when you called back, you said it wasn't my phone. Now, there was nothing wrong with my phone. There's something wrong with well, your I'm, phone. I'm, yeah, it's something wrong with the phone. That's it, right. Something wrong. It's operator too, error is what that. it is. It, yeah. it, it, it ain't the phone. No, nope. It's the service. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. It ain't the phone. Okay, let's be real. It ain't the phone. Nope. Number one. It ain't the service. Number two. Nope. It's the operator. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, Behind door number three is the, the problem. <laughs> Agree. Let's be real. I am a smooth operator. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, we know better. Yeah, you know how to turn it on uh, and off. Hey, uh, get, get the... Oh, God. Come on, Chris. Uh, we, uh, you know, last week, you, you brushed on it a while ago, uh, Kevin, and you hit it last week when you were talking about uh, uh, creek pit and how we would uh, make the poles, you yep. know, cut a short stick. Uh-huh. And man, I started just having reminiscing you know, and having good memories, and that's so true. You know, over there where I'm from, Gaston County, around Tallahat, we have lots of farm ponds, you know, and it mm-hmm. goes to the spillway and then runs a creek. And man, you know, you walk up them hamburgers and catch, you know, red bellies, bluegill, mm-hmm. uh, you name it, with just a short stick and a, you know, a hook and and grub up some worms or some or fish with catawba worms, you know, when they're yep. uh, when they're in on the trees and just have a blast, man. When we were growing up, oh yeah, such good memory. Yeah, yeah. I, I when, can, uh, uh, Jeff, you and I've talked about breaking off the stick for a cork. Heck yeah, it's man. all I ever use. <laughs> exactly. Buy cork. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever buy cork? <laughs> no. For a bobber. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I, I, I literally, I, I would, a I would bobber. use my my, my grandmother's uh, pins and mm-hmm. and turn, turn it into a hook. Yeah, a bobber. Never done what that. the heck is yeah. a bobber? The red and white thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, did you not, not, did you not know what a bobber was when you were a kid? No, I, we yeah. don't call them. No, but I mean, you knew South. what they were, but you didn't have one. No, yeah. I never had right. one. No, right, but yeah. you knew what they were. Yeah, the, yeah, red the red and white. white. And right. they, by the way, back then they were terrible. You terrible. Threw, yeah, threw them like were. three times and they cracked and, and they sink. They sure Now, see, my 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 parents didn't drink wine, so I never had like cork. Yeah. You know, I mean, otherwise I would have been well, in heaven. I would have had corks. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, right. But I mean, I would. You'd sit there and you'd take a branch that you found next to the pond. Mm-hmm. You throw it in the water on the edge to right. see if it would float. Right. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, yeah. it'll float. Then you'd cut a piece of that off, mm-hmm. and then that would be yeah. your. You just tie it on. Yeah, you just tie it on. Yeah. At your cork. We always uh, used either wax myrtle or a piece of willow tree. You know. Oh, I could have t- told yeah. you what a mac wax yeah. myrtle or a Lord. willow tree was. We used to use willow trees for our stringers. Well, yeah, that's right. They're folding yeah. the fish. Yeah. 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 Right. Man, you're right. Yep. Good call, Dave. Yep. Sure Absolutely. did, man. 
You leave, no, the, you leave the limb on the memory. bottom? Yeah, little hook. <laughs> a little yeah. hook on the bottom? Yep, that's right. I'll never forget, oh, Lester, I'll never forget as a kid, me and uh, me and a couple of the guys I grew up with, we'd go out fishing, and I'll never forget David Jones. And, and David was one of the guys that he used to fish with, and we'd go out and catch. One time we caught a mess of brim. We were cooking up like brim in his kitchen. Mm-hmm. I had no clue, you know, but he was doctoring it up, man, you know. And, <laughs> And I was like, man, this stuff is good. Oh, you heck know? yeah. And we are filleting the dinkiest of dinks. Oh, of course. Hey, buddy, we filleted them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm too much of a, I love eating the fins too much, man. If I can, I, I'm with you. The, 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 I, I got to eat them fins. Yeah, the tail's the best part. Hey, man, man. I didn't that, that, but what, Dave, you, you, you hit, that was another heck of a memory, man, making, uh, making your stringer out of a piece of will tree. Yeah, and uh, you know, here in or, recent or years, I've been using palmettas that I'm saltwater fishing. Yep. There's, palm- there's palmettas there, and I'll yeah, I never I'll string up yep. trout. You know, leave a little bit of the yep. palmetta part, yep, mm-hmm, and then string them up. I'll be dang. Yeah. Now I haven't done that, but that's see, the only reason I said wax myrtle and willis because you know uh, over there they, they grow a lot around the ponds and the uh, and the river bank. You know, Oak Lot, the river, and all that full of willows and yeah. and wax myrtle. Mm. <laughs> but uh, go, go ahead. We got to take a break. Yeah, man. Uh, y'all have a great weekend, man. God bless. Yeah, Thank you, Lester. See you, Lester. See you, buddy. See you later. All right. Uh, one more segment to go. We got to do a Kirby Co. cooking tip. Weather tides. Weather tides. And then we'll try to get some more of these callers right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Yeah, back when Jeff had long hair, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the mullet was working. <laughs> Little Cinderella cranked I, in the trans Cinderella, I'm, I'm a big Cinderella fan. Now, come on now. All the hair bands, man. I was. This is really, this band's called Cinderella? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You didn't know Cinderella? No. Oh, my gosh. Cinderella, Skid no. Row. I mean, back in the That's day, right. it was there like you hair go. band city. I love it. Was, oh, you're making Dolly me smile. Uh, yes. that, was, that was Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I like them, too, but, yeah. man, I like the hair bands. <laughs> All right, uh, it's time now for Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Kirby Co. Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. And this one comes from Captain Kirk, and I'm a little PO'd about this one because he's not here to bring us a sample. Mm-hmm. But he is going to bring it next week. He has promised. And he got these at Safe Harbor. Safe Harbor oh. Seafood out there at Mayport. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've never seen these. I've, I haven't either. Okay. I love I mean, absolutely love seasoning when it's Old Bay, mm-hmm. okay, which is crab seasoning, yes. right? Okay, Utz, the potato chip company, yes. they have a potato chip called the Crab Chip, and it is uh, Chesapeake Bay crab seasoning on the potato chips. Nice. That is yeah, yummy. It does look good. Yeah. And if it, I would have to have or I would like to have, like a little bit of that ranch dip to go with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That would be money. Anyway, so, so if you haven't seen them, try them. They got it at Safe Harbor Seafood. Maybe pair it with some seafood. Yeah. So Tasty's Hamburger Place up in Uli, Fernandina, yeah, in Uli and Fernandina, mm-hmm. they have crabby tots. Really? So tater tots. Like tater tots fried with a little, a little Old Bay. Put that in a little tartar sauce or some ranch. Mm. Mm-hmm. Jam up. I like it. But they're called Krabby Tots? Krabby Tots. See, that just don't sound right. I don't like that. They're going to have to change that. (laughs) Sounds good to me. A little creepy. I bet these chips are good. Next week. I'd like some Krabby Tots. Kirk said he's bringing a bag of these chips in, so he'd better do it. That sounds like a bad daycare. 
Uh, yeah. We got a bunch of crabby tots in here. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, weather and the tides. All right. Um, I'll do the weather. Kevin, you get the tides out. How about that? Can you handle I, that? I can, I can handle that. All right. Uh, so weather, just uh, remember, the uh, situation is, is we've got a system that is down in the Caribbean that is around the Yucatan Peninsula that could be forming, that could be an issue for us in the next few days. And so it's going to impact that path is going to impact our weather greatly. So if you're thinking of making plans, I would just say, hey, look, just uh, keep watching the updates on that system because it could change our weather significantly yes. from day to day. Uh, but right now, we'll just do the next couple days because that's really the only thing that you're going to be able to figure out. Rest of today, east winds, 5 to 10 knots, 2 to 3 feet. Tomorrow, southeast winds, 5 to 10 knots becoming east, 10 to 15 in the afternoon, seas 2 to 3 feet. And most importantly, let's go ahead and do a little game day forecast. How about oh, that? Okay. okay. Because it is game day. And uh, tonight we're going to see the starters play. The Jaguars playing the Miami Dolphins, 7 o'clock kick. And that looks like a 0% chance of rain. Nice. How Very about good. that? Because the most, uh, some of the worst nightmares I could ever have is a rain lightning delay for the oh. last preseason game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get home at like 2 a.m. Yeah, thank goodness they got away with the time. What time is the, the game time? tonight? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Okay. 7 o'clock kick uh, pregame stuff starts uh, 4 o'clock here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. But at 7 p.m., about 86 degrees, 84 degrees around 8 o'clock. You know, so it's going to be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be nice for Beautiful game evening. Yeah. Um, just a, a reminder, I got this from Harold, um, and this is for Ed Malin, Angie Subs. Uh, they're doing a little uh, silent auction fundraiser today. Ed's. Helping them out tremendously. Uh, several hundred items, including charters, bows, tons and tons of items. And I know that Harold uh, donated like three of his homemade crab traps. So, yeah, if, if uh, it's at 1 p.m. today um, at Fly's Thai Irish Pub. All right. So, there you go. Uh, tides. Today, you had uh, a high tide this morning around uh, at 4 o'clock. Um, obviously, six hours later, 10 o'clock, low tide. The uh, low tide looks just, just about normal. The high tide this afternoon, which is at 5 o'clock, is kind of interesting because it's a little over 5 feet, and that tide's been pushing in really, I mean, like really hard, Jeff, mm-hmm. this week. So there might be an opportunity if you wanted to get out late this afternoon and uh, look at some of the flats around the inlets. I'm not saying like Pine Island's going to flood, but, you know, uh, some of the creeks and stuff closer to the inlets, they might might have some reds on the on, on the grass flats. Cool. All right, uh, now we got some time to go to the phone lines. Let's uh, let's go to Rick. Maybe he has a fishing report for us. Morning, Rick. Hey, good morning. Thanks for the lead-in, Kevin. Oh, yeah, we had uh, <laughs> we had some uh, really good plus plus half plus point six starting on Wednesday and, and got out Thursday and Friday and and uh, got some nice redfish on the on the fly. Uh, Sweet. Thanks to uh, Captain Larry for his ladyfinger fly that I've been using for the last ten years, and it just slays them. Um, but, uh, the fish were doing something I've never seen before. They first, they weren't spooky at all. I don't know if it's the hot, warm water. They would just sit there suspended with their tail in the air, not moving. Yep. And you could throw, you could hit them in the head and they wouldn't spook and shoot the first fish. We probably stalked it for 20 minutes before we finally got her to eat and about the same on the second one, but not a lot of fish, but. When they were ready to eat, they were they were hitting them hard. So um, it, it's good, you know. And next week we're planned for a full moon, high tide. But if that storm goes north of us and we get southwest winds, it's going to blow all the water out. Oh yeah. So 
Yeah, yeah, and, and, uh, and I, I haven't seen anything east northeast until the end of the week. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, that it's supposed to blow hard out of the south southwest on on Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, that's going to ruin that flood probably for the first yep. two or three days. Sure Hopefully by the weekend we're good. But man, what a great trip! You know, fun to get out there and get those tailors early in the year. It, it's it's the best time, and and uh, I had some great footage this week, Jeff, Dave of of guys, and and I've seen this hundreds of times, but whenever you're going wade fishing and you're going up in those creeks, you'll see the redfish as you're not in the grass, kind of in the grass, but on the edge of the creek, sucking the finger up the, uh, the fiddler crabs off of the grass. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, oh, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable to see that. And they're, they're actually, they, they kind of suspend on top of the water, even though it's four or five feet deep. And, and they, mm-hmm. they just go from, Grass blade to grass blade, picking those fiddlers off, and they'll eat anything. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's oh, a cool it's, video it's, there. It's cool video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen sheephead do that. Too. I've seen sheephead do it. I love to watch sheephead do it. Oh, the other day yeah. when we were in the creek, I was going by this mud bank, and Dave knows kind of an area up there near Cabin Bluff. We used to call Black Rock, and you'd see it like it was like a uh, fiddler crab motel. Cheese. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and just sitting there, you know, the the sheephead are just sitting down there looking up, going. <laughs> Make one slip. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're sitting there, just, well, we're sitting there watching them slip. make mistakes. Yeah. And yeah. so them crabs would fall off the condominium just by just making a mistake. Yeah. And that's why they were there. Well, they were there eating, eating them. Well, you know, and there was no snails on the grass up until probably North Iguana. Do you have any idea why that is? Oh, I have, I have no idea. Nothing, nothing until we hit Guana and North around uh, Capo Creek. And then you start seeing snails on the grass. Huh. None. You know, down towards Robinson and Poncho and any of that. Let me so, let, 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 let me ask you this: We've we basically have had zero freezes, all right. Mm-hmm. And and when you have zero freezes, that that Spartina grass continues to grow three sixty five. You know, you don't mm-hmm. you don't have Jeff when you get when it freezes it freezes off it it it'll literally kill it to where it makes the the flat short again the right, the, the grass. Right. Mm-hmm. Since we haven't had any, is is it is it very high? No, no, no. I mean it's it was it was perfect. You know what really is concerning about not freezing are the mango mangroves that are growing out there. Oh, crazy! I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, af- I'm afraid in ten years we're not going to have a flats fishery. Yeah, well, you know, I, well, I don't know, but it's it is unreal that those yeah. those trees are everywhere. They're literally the ones that I've seen that north of of Guana now on the main. I've caught snook yeah. off of them. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't noticed them up. Fernandina area, are they no, up that no, way? Yeah. I don't. Okay. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know, but I know in Jacksonville area there. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. The Jacksonville area, it's, which it's, is you know, I mean, back in the day, it was kind of like around Matanzas. It, it was, and yeah. now mm-hmm. it, and they froze off every year. Well, yeah, you know, now hmm. creep, creeping. All right, thank you, Rick. We got to thanks, Rick. I try okay. to get Mike and Daryl in here. Thank okay. you. All right, let's uh, let's get to Mike. Talk a little trail cam stuff right up your alley here, Dave. Yeah. Morning, Mike. Good morning. Uh, at the show, uh, Christmas show at Hagen's out there in McClendy last year, they had a camera on sale, and I bought it. It worked pretty good for almost a year. It was a covert, but then it started not sending the signals. Yeah, so you, I went, remember, you remember earlier in the show when I was talking about how just about all trail cameras are pretty good, but there's there's a few that aren't? Mm-hmm. Put covert yep. in that category. Mm-hmm. Of, that aren't. Okay. Yeah. Went you're, back you're, and got the go ahead. Uh, cam. And put it out. It is shooting great. What I have found out, though, is the thing at night when it's got a picture 
If I'm picking up something at 20, 30 yards out, it will also pick up the background real good out to 50 yards. Do you have a sensitivity um, yeah. adjustment on it? It, <laughs> it just it, it did. I, just, I didn't do nothing to it. I just set it up, and when it picked up the picture, I am seeing a clear picture slap out 50 yards in the dark. Yeah, that's hmm. good. It's unusual because I've used a bunch of different cameras. Yeah. And the night vision, you know, it's out to 20, 25 yards is okay. But this thing is showing a clear picture. You can tell whether it's a buck or doe at 50 yards. Wow, that's pretty that's good. good. Yep. That's good. And that, that, to me, was amazing. All right. If you get a good camera, they can do it. All right, Mike. Thank you, man. we got to squeeze Daryl in here, too. All righty. Thank you. All right, uh, let's go talk to Daryl this morning, and that way we're not leave anybody hanging. Morning, Daryl. Good morning. Morning. So, in 1994, I was the leading armor on board the USS Saratoga when we decommed. And as you know, we have to turn in all of our firearms. You guys are talking about antique firearms. Well, the Singer Sewing Machine Company was contracted during World War II, along with a lot of other different companies, manufacture uh, 1911, uh, 45 caliber 1911. Right. And when I turned in my weapon uh, from the Saratoga, we had one pistol that was manufactured by Singer. Singer only made 500 of these pistols. Wow. And they are the highest quality uh, government-issued pistols. So recently, one sold in auction in 2018 for four hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. Holy moly! So, it was the it was the most interesting pistol like I've ever seen or held. That is it's like that is amazing. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. hey, Daryl, have so, you ever been to the NRA museum up in uh, Virginia? Uh, no, sir, I have not. They, I think they have a museum there, of firearms and stuff, and I from what i've heard it's incredible i'll bet and one of these days i'd like to go there Mm -hmm. and check it out so i'm gonna put that on my well i i was uh i was stationed in uh newport rhode island where the uh the uh, navy has its war college and they have a uh, museum there and i was responsible for inventorying all of their ordnance items and and antique weapons so they have john paul george uh, jones's sword in their armory. Mm, way cool. And I have, I have seen that. So that is I, cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, so, but some of the interesting stuff uh, from my military career. So. Well, Very we appreciate cool, your service. Yeah, thank you for sharing, Daryl. Yes. Have a great yeah. weekend, brother. Yep. All right, you guys too. Stay safe. John Paul Jones's sword. Wow. Oh, yeah. How'd you like to hold yeah, that? Uh, yeah. yeah Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. It would, it would be cool. Dave, thanks for coming in, buddy. Yeah, Dave, appreciate yeah, it. I always yeah, enjoy. I, I, hey, thanks for bringing the food, Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, yeah, now yeah. I know why they invited me to come. Yeah, always. Exactly. Hey, guest rules, baby. That's right. Um, guest rule because that guest that rules. Bacon? Yeah. I will take it. Yeah, yeah. That stuff is good, man. I'll fight you. Yeah, we can I'll fight, fight you. Yeah. We can fight. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> He's a big boy now, yeah, Chris. That's right. Maybe, that's we, right. maybe yeah, we can sell it on YouTube, big old Chris. Boy are you? yeah. <laughs> He's a big old boy. Yeah, we could, we could be the new. How um, big a boy are you? That's what bacon involved. Exactly. Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, logs as usual. The Nimnik Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter, also has some 
find other sponsors. Wild West Guns and Gold, Kirby Co. Builders, Randy Marion Cadillac, Whalen Bay Marine, Valentino Boats, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Strike Zone, don't forget to get your bow tuned, Standard Feed and Seed, Ring Power and Cat Rental Store, LV Hires, Inc., don't forget about Bill's Bargain Days at Hagen Coastal Outfitters at Hagen Ace. <laughs> Consignment Boat Sales, Coastal Equipment, CH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine, Angie Subs, where Taylor will be celebrating 13 today and getting her free sub. That's awesome. Happy birthday, little girl. I love you. Happy, Happy birthday, Taylor. Happy birthday, Taylor. And, of course, the Nimnik family of dealerships, yes. Chevrolet on Cassett and Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway. Yes, and don't forget, uh, a very nice 24-foot Fox is still available at consignment boat sales. With numbers. With 360 waypoints. With numbers. Exactly. Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. Is happening, something just didn't go well. They got tricks and tips, he'll smack the lips while they try to.